You stand before a door. You unlock it with the key of rational thought and common sense. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of lunacy, laughter, and logic. You're now moving into a land of both bullshit and fact about movies, video games, and nerd culture. You've just crossed over into the Geek Out Heroes podcast. Welcome to 2022, the year that promises not to be as dumb as 2021, but unfortunately we started out with NFTs. <laughs> that was pretty... Aww. And the loss of Betty White. And the loss of Betty White. I was like... Oh, uh, she tried to stop it. Man. <laughs> I, think she, I feel like she did. She made it 100 Christmases. She took 2021 with her, but she can stay for 2022. I want to know what she knew about 2022 that we didn't. And was just like that. She bailed. I want to <laughs> like, know which which immortal took her out. The queen. Ooh. Did you guys see the no, funny? Yeah, I was about to say to that's the new funny meme I've been seeing is a uh, uh, Keith Richards. It's a it's a Gabriel the Archangel, and you're like, yeah, I got her right before. Like we agreed to the hundredth birthday. Yeah, I took out the queen. Oh wait, it was Betty White. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, as soon as I saw that, she was far up. more powerful and far more influential. <laughs> I can uh, understand the. I understand the confusion. My wife sent me the link that, you know, said Betty White died. I immediately turned around and looked at her and said, ooh, the queen just won a bet. <laughs> she didn't Richards see the humor. Going. Keith Richards. That's who my money's on. Keith Richards. He's winning. Oh, yeah. Keeps taking whatever, all the blood what, from the uh, virgin children. Replacing whatever, it <laughs> whatever disease is still around by the time he dies, I'm sure the cure is in his bloodstream. Yeah, uh, do we want to start taking bets now? Uh, welcome to the Geek Out Heroes. This is Vargo. This is Josiah. <laughs> Anderson. Uh, okay. Really? We're out of sync again. All right. 2022. I wasn't done already. <laughs> I, I wasn't out of sync. I always go last. It's, it's 2021, the year of dumb. 2022, the year of dumber. Real fakes. Idiocracy is actually becoming an actual documentary. Dude, idiocracy becomes closer and closer to reality every fucking day. I want President Monchadar to come. I I don't know, man. (laughs) It feels pretty real to me now. Yeah. Like, I'm going to lose my shit the day I go into Costco and someone says, Welcome to Costco. I love you. Uh, Dude, I want (laughs) to. I was joking around. I was joking around with Nicole about that, and I was like, I really want to get a job at Costco. He's like, What? I was like, Yeah. Why? So I can sit there and play out the whole thing from Idiocracy going, Welcome to Costco. I love you. Welcome <laughs> to Costco. I love you. I just want to go to Carl's Jr. so I'm going to get a big-ass burger and some big-ass fries. <laughs> I want to know where I can buy some Brondo. That shit looked tasty. It's <laughs> <laughs> what plants crave. It's what plants crave. I fucking love that shit. It's just... Uh, fucking god damn it Dude, shit. so th- this is this is related to the conversation we're having so i sleep through my lunch break yeah. since we can't take our phones in and i fell asleep and it was quiet and i woke up when everybody came back and two of the other apprentices and one of my uh foremen were talking about flat earth <laughs> <laughs> and they I, know it's a treadmill right yeah I, <laughs> I woke up and they're like, they looked over at me and they're like, why do you look mad? And I was like, because apparently I'd been subconsciously listening to this conversation and you guys are all fucking retarded. Mm. And they're like, but, but the scientists are lying. I was like, so you want to tell me 
that every government on Earth right now has agreed... You turned into me. ...to lie <laughs> to everyone on the planet. Yeah. The governments of this Earth that blow each other up because you read the wrong Com- version of communist, a book. Communist Russia, who would have taken any chance they could to, t- to deny to people that America didn't do anything before they did. Yeah. Who right. openly admitted to their own countrymen the U.S. got to the moon first. <laughs> yeah, they agreed with the capitalist fucking pigs that that that, that they that that yeah we'll we'll go along with this. The Earth is round now. Like before that, it was always they always they all knew it was flat. Like fuck you, right? Go fuck yourself. You fucking fucks. Yeah, my my general foreman actually had to pull me aside, and he's like, look, you can't yell at people like this. And I was like, no, when you go to sleep and it's fine, and you wake up to flat earth discussions, I think you're allowed to yell at people. I think you're allowed to yell at people for fucking stupid all the time. (laughs) Exactly. Like, that's... Not my fault there. I'm disappointed like that, that you didn't yell at them. Like, like that, you know what we like fucking that, do for like a living, right? Dumbass bitch on fucking <laughs> on that fucking airline who sat there yelling in that old guy's face for not putting on a mask while she had her her fucking chin diaper around her fucking chin. Yeah, screaming at him and then spits in his face. Like what? What the fuck is wrong with you? How are you this it's fucking like, stupid? And then I remember it's NFTs like exist, and I go, oh dumb. yeah. <laughs> Uh, NFTs. Oh, dude, uh, I, I actually had to walk back to my work area and sit down and like process what I heard. That's why I that's that's why I sent you that text. Like, uh, like the amount of times that like, like the year started out, and I went, "How are people this fucking stupid?" Yeah, I had to sit there and I'm like, "Oh yeah, this is the this is the way I'm gonna have to remind myself. I'm literally gonna have to remind myself that NFTs existed and they were existed in the world before gaming." Hey, I want to bring up the fact that I'm blaming NFTs on Loach. Why? Because I remember that oh. conversation that we was talking about how there's digital baseball cards people are trading and selling. That's that's well, after that's, NFTs. That's a, that's before NFTs. That's after NFTs. Those, that doesn't matter. It's still the, di- the digital. The digital baseball cards are based off of NFTs. Trust me, they are after NFTs. Doesn't matter. All that shit's stupid. I'll have to talk. <laughs> I'll have to consult with Steven. Okay. <laughs> Steven. <laughs> yeah. NFTs have been around for a while. They're the the NFTs. Well, yeah. The the first successful NFTs were from that artist, uh, that you know made millions of dollars overnight off of his fucking art. And then what's even funnier is the fact that somebody just turned around and took fucking uh, pixel pixel art screenshots and then and then fucking did the same exact thing. It was like what the fuck. My favorite thing about it is hearing about how they're supposedly unhackable. And then I got an article sent to me the other day. It's somebody got their collection stolen. Yeah. Well, what's, well, that's the funny thing is the fact that I, I pointed out the fact that they they kept talking about, oh, you, you can't you can't hack it and you can't replicate the blockchain. It was that, no, it was beaten within two weeks, within two weeks of yeah. NFTs hitting the market. Yeah, that, that's what happened. And becoming, and becoming mass use. It was done within two weeks. I was they'll, like, wow, OK, they'll claim it's unhackable. And then every hacker group on the planet goes, hey, hold my beer and watch yeah. this. They did. They said the same thing. about oh, Bitcoin. My <laughs> yeah. When cryptocurrency first came out, they, they said the first thing. Oh, you can't you can't uh, hack cryptocurrency. Uh, yeah, you uh, can. Yeah, you can. If it's digital, they'll find a way. Yeah. Like what? What? <laughs> What part of like what part of this do people just not understand? Like you tell somebody, oh, you can't do that. All right, well, get back to me in a week. <laughs> Fucking watch me. Yeah. They t- <laughs> yeah. They told they told the they told us listeners that we couldn't land a man on the moon. 
before the Russians because we were so far behind the space program. Winning. <laughs> well, I mean, fuck that, you, flat earthers. That, that's just the American attitude of uh, you can't tell me what to do. Watch this. Mm-hmm. I think that's just the human attitude, really. Though, pretty much, yeah. Resistance. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, our resistance country, is to be human. Our country right. is based on the idea of don't fucking tell me what to do. So pretty much. Not yeah, it's just not to brag. No, but I, I feel like we I do get that it. better than everyone else. Used to, I feel like we do yeah, better. we used to. You're right. Say we, we used, used to do a lot of things. There's still a few <laughs> pockets left. Now we do. We do dumb, now we do stupidity. I think better than anybody else. We we have the. I think we have the most woke. It's our export now. I think we need to replace the eagle with Florida man. That's not. You know. That's not. That's actually true. Loach. The whole like what I said about the export thing. Like that's literally. There are dozens of articles now talking about the fact of wokeness might be the best export from the from the United States to the rest of the world. I'm like, God damn, are you guys fucking retarded? Thanks. I'm so happy to be alive <laughs> and on this planet. Like pretty soon you're not going to be able to move anywhere without, you know, having it touch someone. Yeah, well, so, no, Square Enix, so, Ubisoft, okay. and Konami. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, it's not just Square, Square Enix, Ubisoft, no, Konami. They're all like, all these guys it, are man. jumping on the NFT bandwagon, and apparently they didn't get the memo from the rest of the gamers originally when we Isn't all laughed no at this shit originally, uh, initially, when we all said, that's a stupid fucking idea, this is terrible and won't work. And it's a dumbass uh, idea. What a dumbass idea. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, they still did it. And they were like, yeah. And they tried to be, they tried to make us think, think that this is a good thing. They, they, they must always... have somebody on staff that just sits there on Twitter and refreshes the trending page and says, Hey, I'm seeing NFTs pop up a lot. We should get in on we this. We should get in on this. Yeah. Jackass. Well, a social media consultant. That's my job. I want that one. Dude, the amount of, <laughs> are you talking, you're talking about like the, the amount of fake jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's like, that's like I was watching this. Thing, not uh, a real job uh, so funny. i was watching this i was watching this documentary about you know how the coverage of news and you know throughout the world and in the u.s how it's gotten harder to get factual news out and everything like that and how nobody really takes the time because of social media and all that shit and all i can think of is this is where nfts came from <laughs> like this, this is where all the stupid shit's coming from now i get it everybody's an idiot I give up. Yeah, of course, <laughs> everybody's an idiot. Like you have, you have, you have. Nobody two, wants to take the time and effort to yeah, do research. Yeah, you, you have to. I mean, well, fuck, dude. You have when you have fact checking websites who don't fact check, <laughs> right? Like fucking seriously. Like you had one job. Yeah, it just makes me think of Wag the Dog. That's a great movie. Yeah, the manufactured okay. war. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I like, mean, that's it's, that's not really inaccurate true. anymore. <laughs> No, it's <laughs> that's actually possible. Sadly, yeah. Sadly, possible. Yeah, it's very. Yeah, it's fucking. I don't nuts. know. Like, I, but uh, that's why I can't get into politics a lot of the times because I'm just like. I well, you always call it politics. It. It's not really politics. It's just the world. It's just the world around you. Okay. Well, I can't get into the world. This is why I. There's too many. It's too people. This is why outside. we're gamers. <laughs> it's too people. You say it's too peopley outside. Yeah, that's my excuse. <laughs> like, it's too peopley outside. You know how people. You know how I know people. the world isn't fucking flat because we have too many fucking people. <laughs> <laughs> because if it was flat, some of those fuckers would be kicked off. <laughs> well, it's not even that. It's like if 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 it's obviously warmer on one side. So if that's where everybody would be living, we would have tipped over by now. 
I mean, come on, guys. Let's the world is not a fl- is not flat. It is a seesaw. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's ruining my hobbies, and I just don't want to. I don't want to people anymore. Yeah, the big. I think the biggest impact to twenty that I saw from twenty twenty one was just the amount of influence that everything else had on gaming and how well, dis- not even just gaming it's entertainment in general I feel true like. yeah just how disruptive it was and just watching it and going and every time every time like no losing like listeners it was like it was i had i had already reached that point but watching you know watching my friends especially struggle with it and having the fact that like just slowly things just kept getting like more and more less exciting to look forward to like because it was always this whole thing of like looking forward to it but at the same time in the back of your mind always going but what have they done to it to fuck it up it's like when they announced was, uh, that's that's that, that's how it always was it's like when they announced that uh that star wars game yeah because uh, uh clips yeah brian you messaged me immediately like, and I, said, I bet it's gonna suck i'm not even excited for star wars games anymore I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm actually, excited. I'm actually kind of looking forward to it just because it's Quantic Dream and that's, yeah, that's Quantic Dream made great games. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I'm great. not excited. And I was even more excited for it after I found out that, that more people were trying to cancel the guy, the, the creative director for Quantic Dream again, based off of no information <laughs> because, because everyone, all, all they, oh, he's sexist or oh, like he, he, he said this a long time ago. No, completely taken out of context and you guys are fucking stupid. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to it even more now it, because it pisses off the woke. It's not that I'm not looking forward to it. It's just, I know in the back of my head, it's probably not going to be as good as I hope it will be. I, I think it will be. I mean, honestly, star Wars game, we've gotten every other type of star Wars game when it comes to like a shooter. Hell, we got racers, everything like that. Now getting one that's basically strictly like, especially when it comes to the games that quantum dream has made. You know, with Met, uh, what is it? Um, Detroit and Detroit Become Human, uh, Heavy Become Rain, Human, you have Beyond Heavy Two Rain. Souls. Heavy Rain's a uh, phenomenal game. Indigo Prophecy. Um, oh, God. Indigo is still probably one of my all time favorite games. I loved Indigo Prophecy. And so, I mean, to have that kind of very, very, very narrative driven game is, I think it's going to be a perfect Yeah, I think they make great games. They, they actually do hit on some. <clears throat> really good topics without it being preachy. And that's the only reason why I was sitting there going, I'm like, all right, and it's well, the high this, Republic. Yeah. This, this makes for a, a good possibility of getting a good star Wars game. Now that could, uh, that could easily change depending on how much outside influence they get from Disney. That's always True. a fact. I think that's always a factor. I think and, that's why I'm kind of, you know, keeping my expectations low is yeah. granted it's high Republic. So I'm excited about that. Those books are good by the way. Yeah, um, that's what I, I keep hearing, and I need to really kind of. Yeah, it's really kind of uh, funny to hear the amount of people are like, "It's so woke." I'm like, eh, "Is it High Republic?" It, like, it's don't, don't, don't get me wrong. They have they have some they have some woke themes in there. I don't know. But I haven't not, like, read any of them. They're not like the focus of the entire book. Like <laughs> you, <laughs> they're not they're not taking a break. Like start like it's not the end of a South Park episode every time to take a break and be like, "What did we learn today?" Yeah, <laughs> it's like you can tell the elements are there, but they're not so in your face that it's annoying. If that makes sense, I learned that trans people are still people. Like, you're not sitting there going like that at the end of fucking every every book. So I think you're fine. Uh, Or South Park. But (laughs) the the books are really good. The setting is interesting. So I'm looking forward to that. But I know either Disney or EA is going to come in and ruin something about it. 
Um, well, EA, EA is not not a part of it. Oh well, now I'm actually excited for yeah, it. EA, I, I, EA has no say in it because EA EA doesn't have the exclusivity at all anymore. No, oh, that's that right. Shit. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's why. That's yeah, what this big announcement was. Oh, okay. Was for was because uh, I think Ubisoft is working. Unfortunately, Ubisoft is working, I think, on a, on a Star Wars, I believe they said that. Well, yeah. I look forward to falling through the floor in that yeah, one, too. Right. Um, we'll see how that goes. Um, but It won't. But, yeah, right. uh, Quantic, you know, Quantic <laughs> Dream is working on a Star Wars. That's cool. All right. No, we, won't see, we won't see anything from it for like another four years. If that. It's going to be for if, the PS6. Yeah, if you're lucky. So... Um, and the reason for that is because literally what they showed is just was just a concept. They they had no just a trailer, a CG yeah, trailer. They they didn't they didn't have any they had they have no idea really what the game's gonna be yet. Yeah. Yeah. Well now I'm now I'm a lot more excited for it. I thought EA was still attached to it. Now we only have to worry about Disney fucking it up. Yeah. That like that's really that's really the only thing you have to you have to really be concerned with is how much influence is Disney gonna try and push on it. And uh, I mean, in some cases, Disney is really hands-on, and sometimes they're not. If it's got Jedi in it, hands-on. Um, they are super, super protective of Jedi for some reason, and any of their lore, they are dumb about that stuff. Uh, the amount of <clears throat> times, the amount of times they had to check in over uh, Jedi I think the last Fallen Jedi Order. Really, I think the Jedi, last Jedi really fucking. <laughs> really yeah. kind of hurt a but, lot but of... like when it's stuff that took that takes place before any of that stuff or like any like that like they are it's insane how protective they are like jedi fallen order jedi fallen order the amount of hands-on because when they first started making that at respawn respawn had talked about the fact that they were really concerned about it because of how uh protective disney was about jedi because they might freak out uh ea was was avidly against it and thankfully right. respawn went okay you know we're we're gonna we're gonna take a shot in the dark and see what they think what they think and right. disney was really hands-on still with the story and they they had to be involved at every step but they didn't change overall they didn't really change anything from, right based off of what i've heard listeners and this is you know clearly obviously their making of stuff is all is always pr driven they're never going to talk about the negativity of gaming and stuff like that but <laughs> which is pretty evident given, you know, given the state of things at Activision, given the state of things at uh, uh, other companies and the no accountability for, you know, at places like Riot Games and uh, Ubisoft. So <clears throat> we treat women like shit. Yeah. Yeah. To, Don't to, tell anybody. The, yeah. If I, if I were to look back at 2021 and have like, what, what was your what was your biggest disappointment? I have a lot of disappointments, but I think the biggest disappointment that I had was the disillusionment of pointing out just how awful apparently the game, apparently a lot of the large, I should say the larger corporations within the gaming industry are towards their, not just their, not just their overall employees, but also to their female employees. And the fact that listeners I've worked in so many places that it just never occurred to me that other businesses wouldn't be like how, where I've worked, where women are treated equally. It just sounds fucking bonkers to me. Like I'd sit there and I'd be like, like I'd hear stories and I'm like, ah, oh, come on. It can't be that bad. Like, there's no, there's no way like you're, you're, you, you hear story, you hear like somebody say like, oh, it's an awful environment for women and stuff like that. I'm like, come on. Like you're probably just blown out of proportion or you're probably just a fucking snowflake. Like you hear that stuff and that's, I'd, I'd hear stuff and, I, and I'd think that immediately because I had never experienced that at any company before. And then to have the actual stories come out and tell them like, in, <laughs> and, in, and then detailed, Activision's like, hold my detail, beer. <laughs> yeah. In detail. And then having, 
uh, you know, documentation along with, you know, photographs, audio, stuff like that coming out from these companies. You're like, Jesus fucking Christ, what is wrong with you guys? How, how is it that much of a just, I didn't know we went back to the fifties and sixties. Like, yeah. Th- cool. Listeners, this, this isn't a, this isn't a, an SJW versus non SJW, a woke versus non woke issue. This is just, how can you guys treat people <laughs> not like issue. people? Right. Like, like what? what? <laughs> like, and, and we already knew that like people like Bobby Kotick are just complete pieces of shit and have no, like just don't care about anybody working under them. But yeah. To have that attitude trickle down throughout the entire company from all the way for all the way through management. Jesus Christ, what kind of fucking like industry is this? It's not a good one anymore. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, well, it's the same thing as Gamergate. Gamergate was not the same thing. Gamergate had no, to do Gamergate with was- Gamergate was complete bullshit on, you know, female gamers saying that, oh, we can't get into the industry or, you know, stuff like that because gamers don't want women in their industry, that wasn't true at all. Majority of majority of gamers don't care if you're a female or a male, especially at this point. Would you care about quality of work? We care about quality of work, and we care about hey, are you treating your people right? Like, is your company nice to everybody? They're not. What the <laughs> fuck's going on? Are you a good person? <laughs> like, I get it. There's a lot of toxicity within gaming. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of toxicity <laughs> within gaming within the gaming community themselves. Yeah. We're toxic towards each other. But I mean, you're, you're talking about you're talking about like in reality, it's actually less than you think when you think about like, do do all of Call of Duty players make up the entirety of the gaming populace? No, no. But the way it's all of League of, League, League of Legends. <laughs> no. Does it seem like that to a lot of people? Yes, because there's a lot of them. But it's not all of us. So I don't think anyway. Yeah. You know, in a weird way, the uh, the toxicity is kind of welcome playing Halo. I I missed it a little bit, you know, getting hate mail to <laughs> tell me to kill myself. Oh, okay. and People telling you that you you're, you suck, you're terrible. Cheated. Yeah, you're, you're, you're cheated, hacking. You're, you're hacking. You, I, I kind of missed that a little bit. Halo, have you heard about the desync issue? You're such a damn camper. No. Ooh, dude. Yeah, I haven't played. We're, so we're gonna ha- we're gonna have to do an update on the Halo review and Forza review a little bit later, but. Listeners, rather than continuing on talking about how bad 2021 was and stuff like that, we'll set aside another podcast to go through. And uh, Anderson and I have talked about it. I've talked about it a little, a little bit with Miles. I'm hoping we can get Miles back at some point, but it's probably not going to be for he a while. Hates us. Uh, it's because he can't get internet. <laughs> can I, that's now. a lie. Is there a way that I can box him up some of my spare internet and send it to him? I don't know, but like I've we've we've talked about like several different things of like you know. All four, like all four of us, going out to to him, and you know, making Loach show up, and he'll supervise. But uh, <laughs> making we, we'll, Loach, we'll dig, we'll we'll dig a trench, we'll dig a trench all the way out to to wherever he can get internet, and just tap into somebody else's line and. Yeah, leech. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely be supervising that. I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said you'll be supervising. <laughs> Boys are doing good. Want some tea? <laughs> I wouldn't even offer tea. I'd be like. Guys are doing good. It's pretty hot out here. I'm gonna go inside. Hey guys, I'll order some food. Anderson, give me your card. Just looking up at you. Gotta take bathroom <laughs> break, boss. <laughs> take bathroom break, bro. Break Ooh, what we have here is failure hey, to communicate. communicate. So, 
uh, yeah, we're going to have to set aside a, a podcast to just talk about, you know, 2021. And I think mostly 2021 listeners, we're going to talk because we don't really have, we're not going to really have much for a game of the year because <laughs> there wasn't a, really a lot of games to go through. There wasn't a game of the year. And yeah, I mean, yeah, you look at the game of the year and while there, there, there is a game that I think would be, I would sit there and say, yep, yeah, that was the best game of that year easily. The downside is it's not terribly exciting <laughs> when when you're thinking about your game of the year you're like your game of the year every year feels like it should be one of those things like man this game was fucking amazing i loved it like that's how we've always been right no. and to sit there and go this was the best game of the year but it was it was just good <laughs> it's just the best that we got this it year. was just the best that we got that year like that tells you how bad that year was for gaming so last right. year was kind of a bad year for gaming so we'll talk about some of the highlights and some of the you know some of our lows uh, from last year, and just I think we can go. agree to the best movie of the year. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. <laughs> I was going to say Spider Man because I actually saw I was just, that. Yeah, there's Ghostbusters some... is better. Yeah, but I didn't actually get out to see it. So. Well, I don't care. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, going off of what I got to see, yeah. it was definitely Spider Man. That was awesome. That was good. Spider Man was good. It's good runner up. Really Anderson, you're fucking high if you thought that stinger meant nothing. By the way. I don't remember what the fuck you're the, talking about. The one about. with uh, Tom Hardy sitting in the bar. Oh, the the, the one with yeah <laughs> yeah the, the, dude. The what fucking, the fuck it, was dude, up dude, with that why, whole conversation? That's why I was like, that's why. Oh, that's why I sent that message. I'm like, I'm like, sorry. What? <laughs> yeah. When I when you sent that text, I sat there and I was like, did he watch the same fucking movie? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Where is this coming from? Yeah, and you I, were just I, like, I got your, I got your. Grunt. I thought like you were when, fucking when, with me when we when we switched it over to our airing your grievances, yeah. chat, which which you're not on, I don't think, because you didn't watch it. Yeah, yet, I, I don't time. think I'm on that one. So like we switch, I switched over to an air your grievances chat. Like I created an air your grievances chat with the other guys just because yeah, Var- on Vargo and I have a separate chat that's so dark that it eats everything around it. <laughs> So yeah, oh, I definitely want in on that one. Then. So we talked. Uh, so we talked a little a bit black about hole. it, and I got like I got uh, I got Anderson's input on why why what, why it. specifically he felt that way, and it makes sense. Aaron, like there, it's grievances it's, chat. Yeah, you're in it. Am I? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, but Anderson got to like point out basically what he thought and why, and logically it makes sense. Like why he felt that way. It was more of just kind of. There are other there were other avenues that they could have gone in order to accomplish the same thing, and Tom Hardy didn't need to be a part of any of it. Right? Yeah, that and I that, agree with. That makes that that when you when you look at it that way, it makes sense. Okay, it I definitely. Can, it, I can see that now, but like it's it's the whole thing. Like, listeners, spoiler alert: if you haven't seen Spider Man, you need to get the fuck off this podcast and go see Spider Man. What the fuck are you doing? Listen to us, and uh, followed by watching Ghostbusters. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> They're not trying to get Omicron Parsi eight. So spoiler alert, we're gonna take a couple <laughs> of seconds to talk about that ending. So the whole reason why Tom Hardy was put in there right was so they could introduce Venom into the yes. MCU. But the thing is, is Anderson's correct on the fact that really they didn't need to do that. The MCU has already opened up the avenue for aliens. So that means the possibility of Venom and uh symbiotes being in the galaxy, absolutely possible. So oh, yeah. there really there really was kind of no reason to bring Tom Hardy in because he didn't have any full participation. It was just funny. Yeah. So and that was that was that was kind of what they were going for. They just wanted a funny moment, and it was a it was a fun way to bring in Venom to the to the MCU. But 
uh, yeah, I mean, I get it. It's if you're sitting there watching it and going, why the fuck is it like, why the fuck is he here? If you, if he's not going to participate. Yeah. I, I can understand that. They, yeah. But they I turned Venom into a useless character in the MCU. Yeah. For now. I mean, not necessarily. See, I wouldn't even go that far. I think he's just a it drunk. Definitely le- it definitely leaves <laughs> the door open to where, cause you don't know how Dr. Strange is going to turn out right now. Um, I'm pretty sure they're introducing evil Dr. Strange. I'm sure they are. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like you it, with introducing Tom Hardy and everything, um, it definitely leaves it open to where if they want to change a storyline, they can bring it back in. Saying, "Oh no, we we did it this way," you know. So, but now this retroactively makes the original Spider-Man. Well, this it makes, yeah, it does. It's the first MCU films. Yep. <laughs> it it does. And unfortunately, I was sit- three still exists. Ugh. Yep. And me and Donovan were sitting there talking about that when we left the theater. We were like, so this makes all the previous Spider-Mans part of the MCU. I was like, yep, sure it does. But it also has opened up a weird avenue of the fact that Sony is now looking at possibly working on two additional Spider-Man movies. Yeah, one with Andrew Garfield. One with Andrew Garfield and one with Tobey Maguire. Yeah, Tobey Maguire being old man Spider-Man. I I still think, and I'm glad they're doing that because and honestly i think andrew Garfield there is a rumor of, that the toby mcguire one might open up an avenue for bringing in miles morales into that would make a lot more sense because then you would actually have like a fair age gap yeah. to where toby mcguire could legitimately be big brother yeah. to help out miles did enjoy the fact that they brought the that spider-man had that joke of the his back <laughs> oh, yeah. dude, his I back was messed up. I was like, "Oh my so god!" That's I was like, "That's a joke from the the original movies when he fucking busted his fucking back uh, swinging and or uh, or trying to swing and he fell and he landed on that fucking car." Oh, I laughed so fucking hard at that. And he got, I was like, "My back!" <laughs> when he, I'm back. My back. Yeah, this is my back. <laughs> he, could, he could barely fucking move. And then uh, when he was sitting there talking with uh, Andrew Garfield, he's like. He's like yeah, I got a. You have a back thing back too. Issue. You got a back issue too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so. we shall see. A lot of people, and what's funny is Andrew Garfield has said like he's you know oh no I'm not I'm not doing another Spider Man, but dude you also said you weren't going to be in this Spider Man so nobody's believing yeah dude you, you can't you can't lie worth <laughs> shit so yeah I was we, gonna say and we I'm all a- and we all want an amazing Spider Man three we all want to see we want to see continuations of all the universes. So I wonder how much of that was in the contract. He had to lie about that, though. Oh, oh he, he had to. Had absolutely. It. Yeah. Because yeah. like the biggest the biggest thing in the movie. He wasn't going to be known as the other Spider-Man that dis- that fucking spoils everything for everyone. <laughs> I, I was kind of hoping they would just carry on the tradition of no Spider-Man actor can keep their mouth shut. <laughs> kind of a true thing, really. Um. So, yeah, I mean, uh, that was, you know. But yeah, I understood. I understood why Anderson said that it was. It made sense. But yeah, I, my thing time, was it was the, the build time, up why, for Venom, and I wasn't there. Yeah, for the same. But at the same time, I was just like when you first said, I was like, "Are you high?" Like it brought Venom into the MCU. What are you talking about? Yeah, like what the fuck? Yeah. Who cares? Who was it? Like it's, it served a purpose. So yeah. yeah, the the whole thing is it served a purpose, but it was a a issue of not utilizing a character to their fullest. Uh, you see that that comment makes sense with that context now, but I remember sitting in the theater. But that right? wasn't the con. That wasn't the context at the beginning. <laughs> no, but he. But at the time, he couldn't. He couldn't really say that in the chat without spoiling it for him. So that's why I created the area grievances thing because I needed Anderson to explain. <laughs> 
So rather than because rather than just having the chat where I bag on him and it's funny, it it might be funny, but it doesn't give him a chance to actually actually clear up clear clear up the confusion. So at least at least there was another chat where we could actually clear up that confusion and he explained it. And it yeah. makes sense. Well, it's like okay, so the end of Venom two, he gets warped in the MCU. He clearly watches the teleprompter or the TV for you know when they announced that uh Peter Parker Spider Man. Yeah. And then, and then he's a murderer. He's a murderer. And then you just have Venom just staying at the resort getting drunk. Yeah. Instead. Yeah. Instead, yeah. Uh, Eddie just stays at the uh, resort getting drunk about the fact that he's really confused at the fact that it's a multiverse. So, well, I think he just couldn't go over the fact that there were heroes. Yeah. The, the Avengers that aliens came, that people disappeared all that stuff. Like he was still wrapping his mind around the whole fucking blank issue. And, uh, Oh, the blip. Yeah. Yeah. The blip that they keep calling it. The snap is, but uh, everything's not open because even <clears throat> between that and the when they introduce Matt Murdock, and then the other tie into the uh, Hawkeye show, so even the Netflix show is now getting tied in. I'm okay with that actually because Netflix did a real disservice to a lot of those characters. Yeah, I don't. Okay, I'm not okay Hopefully. with. I'm not okay with legitimizing what they made. <laughs> I'm okay with using the same actors for the same characters though. I don't it's think a, they're gonna it's a multiverse, so it doesn't really matter. With the exception of Iron Fist, well, it's a it's a multiverse now. It doesn't really matter. I mean, in reality, you could sit there and say, "Oh, that those events took place in the multiverse." It's not the same thing. Yeah, but and that's how you get around it now. Yeah, so. you just have you know, but you still have the same actors playing the same parts, right? Yeah, uh, I freaking love Mr. Peter Parker. I, I was, I, was I really still think John Bernthal is a fantastic Punisher. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, he did a good job. Not a very good show, but a good job. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was a great Punisher. That show was terrible. Yeah. I don't know if I go terrible, but I mean, I like the first season. I just wish he did more Punisher things. And I yeah, think that was less biggest, drama, more Punisher. I yeah, I that was wish... that was like the biggest. That was the only. That was the biggest thing that me and Miles were complaining about. I know was that you really didn't get to see him be the Punisher. Stop going until, CW. Let's be Punisher. You, you didn't see him really go full Punisher until the final episode. All right, we, we need to move on. We're getting stuck in the MCU. It's a fun conversation, but we have other shit to cover. Yeah, we, <laughs> we don't care. Let's talk about the MCU. Anyway, so, no. <laughs> we could do We could do an entirely different podcast and I could get Brandon on here and we could have an MCU conversation and we could talk about where the MCU is going and the validity of what what some MCU movies have brought in uh, or brought this year and what you know some haven't. That that would be a completely different kind of podcast. Uh, so I mean, we we had brought up the the fact that you know NFTs were being used. Square and or Square when Square announced the NFTs, they got completely fucking trounced by people online saying, "What the fuck is this?" <clears throat> and the craziest part about that is the fact that they brought that up, and I believe a Ubisoft had already. It was after Ubisoft had done theirs, and Ubisoft had done theirs prior to twenty twenty two starting. And it was during the hall or during the holidays, and they got fucking trounced for theirs. And and Square Enix still thought that it was a good idea. That's that's the mind blowing part. Oh no, the Konami one's even worse. Oh no, we're getting there. Yeah, yeah. So that that was the mind blowing part. And then Konami comes in, and they go, "Hey, we oh, just dear. learned about about NFTs too." <laughs> And uh, we have a Castlevania anniversary. Yeah, yeah they're putting a pipe. It's uh, the anniversary is... year for Castlevania <laughs> and Konami, so yeah. we're going to be doing some exciting guys, NFTs. Yeah, that talk about t- 
talk about greasing up a pig and stick it in the middle of a room full of fucking vegetarians. <laughs> like that, that's what that was. Like everybody's just like shocked look of like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? Did, what the fuck is this? Why? What? Just, I like going to a barbecue. <laughs> barbecue. <laughs> like, yeah. like, that's why I had to remind like myself to barbecue if, if, you you know how, if you ever question how dumb the- can people be, just remember NFTs exist. And clearly, this is how dumb people are is when they think, oh, this is a good idea. NFTs. No, it's a good idea for the company because they can monetize the shit out of something from nothing and get you to and try and get people to pay for it because it's the new loot boxes. Yeah. How can we make microtransactions even more useless? Yes. That's what they're looking for. They're trying to make as much money as possible and with as little work as possible. And this is an easy way to do it. NFTs have proven that. Why? Because people have just taken meme art and turned them into NFTs. I wonder if they go to like corporate them. retreats and they have like a... <laughs> that's what I'm thinking is happening is what we're seeing is they go to a corporate retreat and they have like an NFT pyramid scheme they're all trying to follow through. NFTs are absolutely a pyramid scheme. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely a pyramid scheme. They had Tony Robbins breaking it down for them and how they can make extra it's, money. It, like the the way that I heard, the way the, one of the best ways I've heard it was Eric July talked about it and he said it was a... Uh, uh, it's nothing more than money laundering. Yeah, that was my first thought when I heard about it. I was yeah. like, this seems like a really good way to launder money. It's a, it's a launder. It's a money laundering scheme. Uh, and he he even pointed out the fact that he would not be surprised if there are tons of criminal organizations that are involved in this shit. I just realized I'm... <laughs> uh, it's been a long... You haven't been recording the entire time? No, I'm recording. The thing is, is like... So when we talk, yeah, normally we're playing games. I... I've been trying to beat one of these games I bought along and I'm just having the conversation talking and shooting the shit. I got everything on mute and I'm just playing while shooting the shit with you guys. And I didn't even realize I was still like, I didn't even, I just didn't even think of it. Why are you so. snitching on yourself? Yeah, I don't I understand. You, you've been interactive, so I'm not, I'm not mad. Okay. Well. That's, that's <laughs> great. Multi, that's great. Multitasking. As Thanks. long as, as long as you continue, you can continue to participate. Now I'm not saying loach, 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 we're fine. No, no. I'm just trying. Uh, yeah. This is what we do normally, so I'm just like, yeah, yeah right. I'm fine with that. Yeah, uh, you can multitask. There's, there's, there's no issues here, Loach. You're yeah. good. <laughs> but I appreciate the honesty. Thanks. <laughs> That's what friends are for. Interesting. You have a you have a note in here that says a series and story, but oh, sorry. Really quick, let's clear up the. the That's a Konami. different topic. Let's yeah. Get, yeah, let's let's, clear let's, up the let's finish thing. NFTs. Okay, so let's clear up the Konami thing and have so, the fact that we need to make geek out here NFTs so we can make some extra dough. Right. So Konami God. decides to make Let's NFTs do related <laughs> to Castlevania, and I can't figure out what it was. Like people were they were, they were selling NFTs for fucking Castlevania art. So they showed off logos. It's literally like, and so it's supposed to be new year and everybody was thinking like, Oh yeah, we're finally either going to get like a remaster or a collection or dude, maybe a new game. Yeah. When you say, None ev- of that. when you say everyone, he is not really exaggerating. Listeners it's because all fans. almost every, almost every fucking site that I follow, were talking about this event and talking about how, what they expect from Konami to come out and how, they're centered around Castlevania. That so we could remaster, possi- remake, you know, we collection, could get, new we could game. Get possibly remaster of the original coming out. You know, new side scroller coming out for next gen. Uh, there were some people who were sitting there going, "What if they bring out the uh, uh, Lord? Is it the Lords of Darkness? Is that it? Lords of Shadow Lords, series. Lords of Shadow series. Uh, and okay. they have and they have a third one that's coming out. 
or, or they announce a a remaster of the first two and a third game. Because Lords of Shadows is another one that didn't finish because, that storyline. Yeah, because Konami yeah. had recently talked about the fact that like, they were working on some special stuff. And they, they had specifically said, we're working on special things for uh, Castlevania. And it was in the same month they announced this that they also pointed out that, oh, and we are, we are putting a lot of money back into our video games divisions. Like basically saying, we're not done with video games. We're, we're coming back. back. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, until this announcement. That's, ba- that's basically what it was. It was, it was, it was like, that's ah, not true. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of like, I mean, at this, at the same time, they kind of proved that when they came out with pro, the newest pro evolution soccer, which is no longer pro evolution soccer. It's just no, it's an over monetized uh, shit storm. Uh, that thinks fire it's soccer. <laughs> it's soccer. If it, if it was, it would be good soccer if it was made back in 2000. It's soccer if it wasn't made. And I was feeling a little True. hopeful because I just got done wrapping up the the Castlevania series and I liked how it ended. Yeah. And like, I liked the fact that it actually ended. And then, you know, I was like, okay, I was like, maybe they're going to like, maybe because the hype of the anime series and how everybody loved it, they're like, maybe we'll do something. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, here you go. Here's the Alucard uh, NFT. Yeah. Here's a, here's a pixel art NFT of Alucard. Here's a pixel art image you know, of, of Dracula. Of Dracula. Here's one of Richard. Here, here's one of Richard. Here's one of the original logo. Here's one and, of the Belmont, the Belmont clan and logo. And people were sitting there going, what the fuck is this? And it was just a money-making scam to try and capitalize on making NFTs while they could because NFTs have made so much fucking money for no fucking reason. Because uh, people are stupid. Because people are stupid or they're just criminals trying to launder money. <laughs> or both. Or both. It can be two things. So... <laughs> So yeah, that was that was the bonkers, the, the like the the bonkersness of the beginning of the year was to watch Ubisoft <laughs> fail with NFTs at the end of the year and watch Square Enix and Konami continue it through into 2022 and go, yeah, this is a great idea. After watching the backlash that that Ubisoft got, I was completely dumbfounded. Like, how can you double down on this? So Anderson, what is this next topic you have? You have a series story has no value unless it has an end or a finale. So I've been thinking about this. <laughs> are, are, are we getting back we into the, the the argument with Loach of Netflix continuing shit? <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready for this. <laughs> I don't know if I'm even ready for this. Well, what's going to go through my head recently is because obviously I do a lot of books, a lot of audiobooks. <laughs> And like, it oh, is it like because if, of the conversation we had over Meg? Over Meg, yeah, that was the oh, biggest man. one. So I'm like, yeah, I or get that. Cobra Kai, I can bring that up too. I haven't watched Cobra Kai yet. Okay, it's, so Loach, no spoilers, but just so you know, in reality, the last two Anderson good. is very, very accurate when he says you can actually kind of skip almost the entire season and go to the last two episodes. Uh, uh, I sped I, I sped watched through the season because there was there's way too. This much is drama. the CW season. It's it's actually it's actually a kind of a CW series and or series and the fact that uh, you remember the amount of complaints that we've had over Flash and the fact that every time Barry every time there was a good season the next season would ruin it by Barry Allen not learning a goddamn thing from the previous events. Well, yeah, that's how this season goes for Cobra Kai. It. It seems very like it has a great the final two episodes are fantastic. It's it's probably some of the some of there's the some best, highlights or some episodes, yeah. but it's they, they you're probably, better off doing what yeah, the, the last two episodes are probably some of the best stuff they've had for the series in a while or throughout the entire series, in my opinion. 
Yeah, that's some of the best fights. Playing a lot because series is really good. It's just yeah. It's well, the reason is is because it's it's really cool to finally see a payoff from the last two se- the last three seasons of the you know uh, Larusso and uh, Johnny dynamic of like how much they've how been butting, frenemies. how they've how, yeah. they, how they're frenemies and how much they've been butting heads and stuff and things finally coming like kind of coming together and you're like oh man it makes you really excited for the next season actually i'm looking but forward the to the down, next season the downside is is that this season took so much time to be drama and it dragged out too and much. dragging out stuff and characters really reverting back to exactly the way like what happened even two seasons ago and you're like man like what the fuck it's, no, almost, I did. it's almost like your characters never learn. And that was the problem that Miles was having. That's the problem that I had. That's the problem that Anderson had. And I ended up speed watching the entire season until the last two episodes. And I just watched those straight through. And when I say speed watch, like I would literally get to a part of drama, know exactly where it was going and move forward and just start, start skipping ahead mm-hmm. and going, all right. Yeah. Okay. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Uh, and it was, and that's unfortunate because there, there's some cool moments dispersed throughout it, but it has too much of the same old bullshit coming back, and that takes away from the show. Yeah. But the the last two episodes are a great payoff, and that's the thing is like the oh, last yeah, the two championship episodes are really fights good. were good, yeah, were badass. Yeah. Uh, the championship fights, things coming together, all that stuff, and uh, how they ended it made me go, all right. I can't wait for next season. Next season is going to be awesome. I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, I like I had to tell Miles the kind of the same thing. I had to tell Miles basically a synopsis of the entire season up until those last two episodes, and just tell him you should definitely just watch the last two episodes. Like you need to see those. Those are really cool. Yeah, like I said, I'll I'll, I'll end up. I'm sure I'm sure you'll it. be fine with watching the whole thing. But oh, yeah. it was it was episode four was where was the exact same point that Miles is at where he was like, I can't do this, and Miles just turned it off. And episode four is where I was like, fuck this. And I started moving, like started fast forwarding. So uh, not a great, not something great to happen in a series, but at least it was more payoff than what I got when I watched the flash. So I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to take in what Loke talk or how Loach talks about how you can get to continue things. But what I'm particular talking about has how we need to, I feel like a plot line has no value unless it has a finish. What do you mean? So let's talk about Dragon Ball Z because it's literally the same shit over and over and over and, and over, over again, which is why I can't watch. Yeah, that's why I don't watch it. <laughs> and so you deal with these plots as they build out, but they never actually finish them. Yeah. Or they find a way to rewrite them that you continue it over. And I feel like stories will have more value now if we just had like a finish to a plot line and we go into a new plot. Okay. I'm okay if we continue a series, but. These plot lines that just never fucking end. I'm tired of it. Like how we give up on the Flash. Yeah, well, the the problem with the Flash well, like the is Meg, it's, not, it's not Meg. so much like it's yeah. not so much plot lines as the fact that your characters should change and evolve. Your characters should change and evolve. Like people people do that all the time. You learn from your mistakes. You move on, and that's kind of what should happen in life. And like I don't know what yeah. the deal is. I don't know what the deal is with having writing writing characters, especially recently in a lot of shows, where you write characters that don't do that and don't seem to change, don't seem to grow, don't seem to actually learn from their mistakes. Because like I can't I can't figure out if it's just a symptom of a society where that we have now where it's just a zero accountability society, and that's just 
the way that media is depicting it because it, it, it's the same <laughs> or if it's just that we have a lack of creativity from uh, Hollywood because I mean, and it could be both. I, I like to think that it's more of just a, a lack of uh, creativity from creativity Hollywood. from Hollywood. Uh, the fact of, Hey, we have this cool plot line. We don't know where to take it. So, Oh, we'll just introduce drama. That's kind of how CW works for a lot of stuff of, well, how do we introduce drama? Oh, we'll just have them make the same mistakes they've always made. But we're having the same issue too with books. Like the Meg series, yeah. Uh, and I mean, you know, it. But it, it, again, it's leaking into books. So I, yeah. I have to go. I have to go along with the lack of creativity because the Meg books kind of feel the same way now. Of well, the Megs, you know, while the Meg you read series, one book now, you've read them all. It's, it's not fucking yeah. Shakespeare. It's not Moby Dick. It's but it is a fun, dumb series, and I've it's always been that way. And now we have we just had a the most recent book, which is not new. Uh, but I finally finished it was generations and Anderson did a review on this a while back listeners, but just to kind of reiterate what some of the points that you made of the fact that it doesn't really have any growth and it doesn't evolve anything. Like I don't know why it was called generations when the whole, like you think when you hear a book called Meg generations and your you're characters, you're going to be skipping some timeline. You're, well, you're yeah. not, not just that, but your characters have aged to the point of they're in their late, you know, late seventies and early yeah, 80s, Jonas or, is late seventies or late sixties. Yeah. Oh no, he's he's way older than that. Is he older than that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, so remember, he was older than Terry, and Terry was in her sixties in this, oh, and he's yeah. he's going into his seventies. He's the same age as our president. So <laughs> he's 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 in his seventies, and he's still fighting a gigantic shark. Like, fuck me, dude, move on. Like you think you think after the last series, so the last book before that, he was sixty six. He would have called it fucking quits. He would have called it quits. Like, okay, yeah, you're in your late sixties. You're still I'm not fighting, a young man anymore. Fighting a giant megalodon, or in several of them now, and other creatures along with that. You'd think that it would just be like, all right, well, you're going into generations. You'd think that would be passing on the torch, and that's why we all thought they had introduced the son. They introduced his son, his daughter, and other characters into the previous book. And you go into generations, and nope, they take a sideline, and. He's you know, Jonas and, and Terry are still in. You're like, what the fuck is this? Why the fuck are they the, the main characters? You guys should be moving on to the other generations that are going to be taking over. And it still doesn't happen. It, and it ends on a cliff, not really a cliffhanger, but just ends. It was, it was just the, it felt like this. All right. Well, we didn't learn anything. What, like I felt like I was, wa- I, I was uh, watching a burn after reading. Where the CIA guys are sitting there saying, so what did we learn? I don't know. Not to do it again. <laughs> Whatever it was. <laughs> like, that's literally the conversation I thought I, was, I thought I was seeing from this book. And I'm like, man, this, this, it didn't go anywhere. What, what was the point of this? And so I see what you mean. Like, like, like it should have a, it should have a ending. Like there should be a plot that should be surmised or should be at least leading in, in a direction. It should have an end in the fact of it should lead to, if it's going to lead to something else, it should lead to something else. It shouldn't just drop off. And I, like I will say with Cobra Kai, at least in the end, they finally get with, they finally get to where they need to go from where they started at the beginning. Yeah. Right. It took way too long to get there. That, and I think and there's the part, some positive I think, stuff. Out I think there's, there, some, and I think there's some positive stuff with it. I mean, there's definitely, uh, there's a good pos- There's a good positivity in the show of addressing bullying, like bullying. Oh man, and- that, that episode with the new character that was probably really well done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
they they address bullying and stuff like that, and that that's good. Uh, and also, you know, the you know the message of you could you know a person who's being bullied could easily become the bully. So uh, that the very good messages in there, messages in there. Um, but there's just some some added stuff that just doesn't really add any value to it, and you feel like well, I I could be getting something better out of it if this was just a shorter uh, like a just a slightly shorter season. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, they ran into a lot of other shows problem though too, and that was the whole the COVID hit. Yeah, when they were making this, so I mean, who knows if they really put a lot more thought? Yeah, in they've it. already they Probably. they've already started filming. Uh, they were really five. yeah. So, and they're already talking about season six. So, I don't know if they I mean, can go beyond season five. To be honest, I'm I know that. I, well, whether they we think they can or not is a different story, but. You know, whether, I, whether or not they should is is going to be known really well if uh, if it fails. That's the and I understand there. like why there's a certain character decision at the end of it because that actor is going to be doing a DC movie. Yeah, yeah. And then I mean, going back to the whole Dragon Ball thing of it's the same shit. Just wait until the season's over and watch the fights. That's all that matters. With Dragon Ball, yeah, yeah, I know that. The fights are always worth watching. It's <laughs> well, they're fun fights, but at the end of the day, it's the plot. Like I just yeah. Really go anywhere? Yeah, I mean that's that's what I do with Dragon Ball now. Is I'll uh, I'll read a quick Wikipedia article of who Goku's fighting, and then just watch the fight. Yeah. Just what I was just trying to get to is why does it feel like more and more, and I, maybe you spot on the lack of creativity is why do we keep getting the same thing if plots just not really happening? Yeah, oh, there's no real development. Yeah, there. there's yeah, that's there's no character growth. Yeah, I, I don't want to see Cobra Kai fall into the same CW problem. Yeah, which. Really quick, I don't think this is in here, but uh, CW supposedly is uh, being sold. <laughs> the constantly woke network is looking for a buyer. Apparently, uh, I know their viewership have tanked. There, yeah, it's this. This I think this is still in the rumor mill. It's not official because there's no been there's not been an official announcement from the CW. But, but we are making not, it official. We're not. You heard just, it first. Supernatural's not really carrying them anymore. <laughs> yeah, we're we're just gonna we're gonna take the we're gonna take the stance that uh, that all news media or all major news media has taken and uh, just say it's fact. This actually happened. Yeah. <laughs> everybody else. If you keep saying Before everybody else, true, just true. in the off, yeah, just in the off chance that if it is, we're right. No, right. but uh, there's a lot of rumor. There's a lot of rumors about them looking for new uh, new owners and uh, new ownership. And uh, I think that's hysterical because if that's the case, uh, the only times usually companies do that is when they are losing so much money that they need to find new ownership. Um, that's what happened to CNN when they were sold off to AT&T a long time ago. Something that might actually help the CW and fans probably won't care, but other people might. Uh, Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, they should just pick up the live action Cowboy Bebop and just take that off of Netflix hands. I'm sure it'll find an audience there. Yeah, I'm sure of it. So, not everybody has Netflix. Well, shows have been saved, but uh, by switching to different studios, so it's a possibility. Yeah, why not? Uh, and it'd be it still be better than anything they currently have. Uh, regardless of how you feel about Cowboy Bebop, it would still be better than everything that's on the. Dude, we all love Cobra Kai, and Netflix saved it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's possible. Netflix saved it because YouTube was. Uh, well, YouTube, YouTube Red was going down the was going down the tubes like just one of a dozen thing or you know umpty dozen things that Google cancels. Right. 
just waiting for the same thing to happen to YouTube TV. Uh, yeah, pretty sure that's going under. Your next topic, Anderson says live as a or live as service. I think you mean uh live or uh, live service games. Yeah, yeah, live service games are not working. Uh, yeah, we know that. <laughs> well, you know, I was looking <laughs> that's into not new. it, and I was I, I had multiple stories talking the about news. the new Battlefield. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Water is moist. So obviously, the new Battlefield is just fucking a piece of <laughs> garbage. Those games. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that, that, was, that was mostly for Shayna. If you get to hear this, Miles, if you get to hear this, you tell Shayna she needs to listen to us. This podcast is moist. I'm gonna name that's the name for this podcast now, just because of that shit. <laughs> this podcast is this moist. moist. This podcast is moist. Wait, does Miles have to put up with that shit too? Uh, yeah, yeah. Sh- oh. Shayna hates Shayna hates the word moist. Like, like I I don't understand that whole thing of like hating Not, like, specific certain words. words. Like, cause they they make you feel awful. Yeah, I don't moist. know about I don't know about anything that makes you feel awful from a word. Yeah, that's that's like moist. a whole different level of. Yeah. You think she had like a bad day with a cake? Huh? She had a bad day involving a cake. Is that why she hates the word moist? I don't know. Like, it's really funny though that because uh, I've I've done that shit while she was while, she, while she's here visiting. Like, like man, this is moist, and she just looks at me. <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> she just hates that word. I had a friend in in college that was that way too. She hey, bro, this chocolate moist. cake is moist. Yeah, I think moist <laughs> is probably the the one word that comes up the most of like what people hate, like as a word. Moist. Uh you know, you you can't well, have. I don't a, you can't, why? Yeah, I don't know. You can't have moist cake. You can't have moisture. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's gonna sound weird if you say the cake is wet. <laughs> or damp. <laughs> Nobody wants say, damp cake. Yeah, what's really funny is the fact that like they're like, I hate that word. It's disgusting. Look, look. I didn't say you're you had a wet ass pussy. I said it's moist. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we went there. That's that. That's a thing. That 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 happened. <laughs> Wow. So yeah, this I podcast even... is moist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm saying I'm down for some cake if y'all want to get some cake. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not really thinking about cake anymore, though. The, uh... <laughs> so yeah. Uh, Before what? you go off on your tangent, let me do mine. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah okay. All right. So I was, I've been following multiple people on the whole Battlefield, uh, Battlefield 5 issue going on right now. You mean Battlefield 2042? No, I mean 5, so... It's not an issue, but it's more, it's funny (laughs) as fuck. Battlefield 5 doesn't have an issue. So what happened this, because the whole, the live as a service thing going off of 2042. Yeah. Is if you looked over to the stats this Christmas break, almost their entire player base switched to five. Yeah. They had, they had uh, more players on Battlefield 5 than they had 2042 and 2042 just came out, including, including the fact that 2042 is missing a entire game mode that the developers were actually told to put to keep in and they still took it out <laughs> like what yeah they took out rush mode look you're, you're, you're already asking a lot for them series. to make the fucking game <laughs> well the problem is so the issue with battle 40 or the battle 2042 is wait the fact that, i'm a what hold on what did you say anderson i'm what what are you getting Lutch? yeah i didn't i didn't hear him saying i didn't salt you. you at all uh i felt like he did 
What did you say? I, uh, I thought he said something about. He said something about. Uh, never mind. You know what? Forget it. You, you dig old wop bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was that it? I think hey, you so. Leave, you leave the moist Italian alone. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> These noodles are moist. So, <laughs> sorry. I like uh, them moist. <laughs> These meatballs are very moist. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, you don't want them dry, dude. So here's uh, so here's the uh, here's the thing. Battle- Battlefield 2042 was their entire the entire development team is practically new. Like it's all the all the vets left, and they have a basically just new team working on it, who clearly didn't know what the fuck they were doing, or. Literally. And didn't know anything about really multiplayer and how that was supposed to work. I mean, you have you four games, you have fucking uh, hovercrafts able to scale Slides up building. fucking buildings vertically. Like, I don't know what the fuck they were thinking, but magnets. okay, it's like yeah. magic <laughs> magnets. Yeah, they use magnets. It's it's possible um, when you're on a flat Earth. So, so <coughs> or yeah, it's, it's really moist. It's just it, it's just completely off the wall shit and the game is the game came out broken it was the beta was broken and the here's the thing do you blame listeners at what point do you start blaming the publisher who still forced them to come out with a game when the game was obviously not ready do you, do you blame do you blame ea or do you blame the developers a lot of people keep blaming the developers i blame ea ea knew it wasn't ready no ea is always gonna push their shit out they don't give a fuck EA's the publisher. They're the owner of Dice. Why aren't? Why isn't everybody looking at EA and going, "Why the fuck do you guys still force this to come out? This should have been in development for another year." <laughs> That's well, because it's they're like using they're it as a cash cow. Halo, that game yeah. needed more time in the oven too. They just wanted to get microtransactions. Oh, Halo openly admitted the fact that they that they actually. So Halo. Here's the craziest thing: going into <laughs> Halo, Halo's development. You can actually find multiple articles where the creative director talks about the fact that they had to make several choices on whether or not the on what they were going to focus on. The reason why co-op isn't in the game, that's a big one. So if you watch, if you listen to interviews with him where he talks about co-op, he says the reason why co-op isn't in the game is that they had to focus on other things of we either focus on these areas, which mostly meant quality and trying to improve the quality from what they showed originally in order to make sure that that, that the game looked okay when it shipped or they could put co-op in the game. That was literally what it came down to was we either make sure the game looks good and looks up to par, up to snuff, before we come out with a game and put it out in the public or make sure that co-op's in the game. And what does that tell you when that's the, when that was the, those were the two options for a game that has had co-op since launch of its franchise? That those were the options before they launched it to the public. That tells you that the publisher, Microsoft, the owner of the company, said you guys have to come out with the game. Why did they have to come out with a game? They had changed their fucking gaming engine two years ago, prior to or two years prior to the uh, the game's release, and they had nothing. So it's pretty evident when you go back and watch that first game or that first Halo Infinite announcement, which is basically just the slips the slip space engine reveal to show you how the engine looks or supposed I should say how the engine's supposed to look because that game looks nothing like what we got. That clearly Halo Infinite was supposed to have these big lofty aspirations and they had to completely scrap a lot of that stuff because they switched engines and they switched a lot of shit around. 
So the the story of how Halo Infinite came to be, I mean, the game got restarted two times or two times prior to the to what they got. So and the reason for the restarts was because the Halo Five uh, story was so shitty that they had to restart development because they had already started going into development when Halo Five launched for Halo Six, what became Halo Infinite. That got scrapped because the story was shit. <clears throat> so they went on to another one. So, and I don't even know how much of that was was actually in development. I think they were just doing storyboarding stuff like that kind of stuff. So they considered time of development from the time that they actually start working on it, which means story, everything, concept, you name it. It's not just the coding and all that stuff. And then all of a sudden they start coming up with a new idea, which was basically open world Halo. That was that was kind of where they were going. And this led to the creation of the slip space engine, which supposedly the reason why they went to the slip space engine was because it would be easier to work on comparatively to any other uh, engine they've used in the past. Because historically, the engine for Halo has not been easy to work with. It's been actually very hard to work with. It was very hard to work with from the original Halo all the way through uh, to reach for Bungie. So right. you can only imagine how an upgrade over years still just got more and more difficult. So let's come up with something that's actually a little more friendly for our developers. Okay, well, this leads to creating your own engine, creating another engine for the game. Well, that doesn't always translate into we can just bring all these assets over to this. Unreal is designed to do that, but it takes years of development to create something like that, which is why it takes years for Unreal Engine to completely evolve into what you get today. <clears throat> Unreal Engine 5 will be coming out. And it will kind of do the same thing. It'll take years of development while people are still making games for it and new tools get introduced for it to be its final version where it can just kick ass. But slip space isn't there yet. And they bring in a, a new engine and go, oh shit, well, we now have to start from the ground up again. Maybe a few things can be brought over, but not everything. So, okay, well... What, what was the aspiration for Halo Infinite? It was supposed to be this massive open world with all these biomes. That's very evident when you watch the original trailer. It shows desert areas. It shows tropical areas. It shows, you know, jungle areas. Or not jungle. Uh, it shows uh, forest areas. And it shows these valleys and stuff with all these different animals and shit like that. None of which are in the game. And you have to sit there and go, well, how I it makes me wonder how much of that was actually in engine or in how much of that was just CGI. And I'm starting to think a lot of that was CGI because you can't tell me you had those assets in the engine for the engine trailer, but you couldn't take those assets into the same engine for the game. You can't tell me you, you couldn't put deer in the game. That's that that's fucking bonkers. If it's in the if it's in the in engine reveal trailer, then it's in the engine. It's in the game. It can be in the game. So why would you take it out? That makes no sense. You're not wrong. So it's a, it's a trouble yeah it's a troubled cycle which tells you how much the game was rushed and the game was rushed primarily for what Anderson brought up was the fact that they wanted to move on and they wanted to get the multiplayer out because Halo Five multiplayer it wasn't really well liked it wasn't really well received it but it functioned I mean it functioned it did its job for for their tournaments and stuff like that but they wanted to really try and make sure that they come out with a new multiplayer and that people want to participate in it and that it brings back the glory of Halo well here's the problem. You came out with a games as a service uh, model for your multiplayer that's free to play. That's great for a lot of players, but the problem is you have no playlists. You have not, you have everything centered around 
mostly esports and monetization. And the monetization is still garbage. Like fucking seriously. Like they introduced a uh I think Mr. I think it was like a called Mr. Chief or something like that. Not Master, but yeah. Master Chief. That that's uh, been a joke on AI. The, the Bungie three four three forums for fucking forever. So yeah. everybody was all excited. They're like, oh my God, it's Mr. Chief. And then everybody looked at the price tag and they're like, that's still a third of the game. Yeah. It's like 20 bucks. <clears throat> it's like 20 bucks. And it's this shitty fucking pack that you get. Like you get two versions of the AI and you get a, a fucking dangly keychain for your weapon, which I still don't understand that shit. Uh, uh, you can thank call of duty for those. Right. Yeah. I forgot they had that too. It's fucking stupid. Anyways, you get like, you, you get these, these, bullshit fucking cosmetics that nobody really cares about. And we all sit there and just go, what the fuck? How, how was this? How is this monetization that no, like very few people are going to pay for? How was this ever looked to and be like, yeah, we can do this. Did you guys not learn a goddamn thing from what happened with Anthem? Cause that's what I'm seeing is Anthem storefront. All of this is the Anthem storefront right. and that didn't work. That didn't save that game for shit. And that game sucked. Ain't giving my money. Ain't doing it. That game did not have enough to it in order to justify any of that. And that's the thing is you can't customize anything with Master Chief in the campaign. So what the fuck is this for? Well, it's only for the multiplayer. Your multiplayer is trash. Your multiplayer sucks. You don't have any playlists. We can't choose what we want to play. So people stop playing it. On top of that, you have now this desync issue, which is an issue, listeners. If you want to go look it up, it is absolutely a real fucking thing. So a guy sat up or set up a friend of his recording him or recording the game while he plays as well. So there was a guy who died, went, goes to observance, switches over to his, his view to show what the server is showing him doing, right? Because you can do that. When you die, you can go over to your friends, you can go over to your other teammates and see what they're doing, especially if you're in a game that eliminates its players. Yeah. And some of them have long respawn times. So quickly he'll go over to his buddy's cam and watch what his buddy's doing because the server is showing him a video. He'll record that while, while the guy is recording his own video. And it is completely two different things. What the server is showing people doing and, and, and having him do in the game versus what he's doing is completely not in sync. It'll show him and he's driving around the map and stuff like that. And on the server, he's stuck on a wall, not moving. Uh-huh. And then he'll die. And he's like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck just happened? So he couldn't figure out what the fuck was happening. So his buddy started recording his end from the server of what the server was telling everybody else he's doing versus what he was actually doing on his console. And there's, it's completely not one-to-one. It's, it's, it's completely desync. There's no fucking explanation for it other than it's a desync between the server and the player. And the server is telling one thing versus what the player is actually doing. Huh. And this is a major issue in, in, in video games. It, it's happened in other games before. Halo has been out since November. Uh, or no, or was it the beginning of December? Can't remember. Oh, no, it was even multiplayer has been out since November. I thought no, it was it, the multi, the, the multiplayer. Yeah. When, when multiplayer was it came out during the, the campaign came out in December. The multiplayer the, was in November, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah when the uh, 20th anniversary of Xbox dropped. Okay. So November. Thank you. Uh, so, the multiplayer was already out and the multiplayer has been having this problem since day one. That's right. not good. And on top of that, you have the fact that player, your player base is now dropping. People don't like the monetization. They don't like the direction it's gone. 
and you keep making excuses saying, oh, well, it's it's to try and get more and more people playing the other modes. Your big team battle is fucking broken. I think they fixed it like a week ago, but it was down for a month. There's a reason I haven't been playing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like the... <laughs> This is this is bad. Like this is really bad. This everything everything from the multiplayer to how the campaign works, uh, to how how the game feels when you're playing it, the lack of co-op, everything about Halo feels like it was rushed. Like this was this was absolutely rushed to market because you had to make it for the anniversary. You had to make it for mm-hmm. for you know for that big moment because Halo's been around since Xbox launched. We can't not have it on the anniversary, and that's exactly what it was. Your game was not ready. This listeners, I will tell you right now, based off of the the no co-op, how the campaign runs, the fact that the campaign is so centered around that the the lull of the open area that's lifeless, that feels completely wasted, feels like I'm playing a a I, sadly it feels like I'm playing a lower version of Far Cry when I'm in the open area. And that's saying something considering how low I place Far Cry on my list for good open areas. For good open 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 world experiences, Far Cry does not sit on that list. It doesn't. It's the same old shit all the time, and it is relatively boring for an open world. And this is worse than that for the open world area. You, you're better off when you play this game. You're better off just blasting through the campaign and on top of that you can't replay missions and you can't even play new game plus there's no new game plus you have all these fucking collectibles and you have no new game plus 343 you needed to have another year with this game you needed to have at least another year to figure out what the fuck you were doing because it seems very evident when you're playing this of all right well you threw in an open world game and that's what you play that's what you started with and you had nothing else to draw the narrative together because your levels are fucking bland they're cookie cutter and it is the most this is a worse halo experience than halo 5 and halo 5 is one of the worst stories i've ever played you think maybe they should just get the uh, multiplayer for a year and just focused on the campaign they no. needed to do something. The I, multiplayer wasn't that good. They needed to do something. They needed to have two game, or they really needed to have two teams working on it. They needed to have a team working on the multiplayer separate from, since it's completely separate from the campaign, and that's very evident. Why isn't it two teams? Why isn't it just a team slow, solely dedicated to the multiplayer and making sure that that was a good experience? And then you had a team working on the campaign because it's not a sixty. The game's sixty dollars for the campaign. The multiplayer is free, listeners. So. You're telling me this is a sixty. This is a sixty dollar game. No, it's not. Thirty dollar game budget. That's it. Budget budget title. I'm just gonna fucking wait till it's chopped in half and I'll fucking buy it then. And listeners, if you're out, if you're wondering why is he getting so mad and angry, I've been playing Halo for twenty years. I'm a massive Halo fan, and to have a Halo experience that's worse than five. Five was trash. But at least it's narrative. At least, at least I should say, at least it's level design was on point. It's level design was on point with how Halo experiences should go. Your yeah. Halo experience should be driven by narr or should be driven by the narrative accompanied by level design that goes with it. It was trash, but at least it felt like a Halo game. Yeah. You know, they, they ruined a fucking character for it. But Jesus Christ. Infinite doesn't save that. The story is good for Infinite, but that's as far as it goes. Your story can be great, but if your if your level design is just meh, if your experience is just eh, I mean if, the boss fights are a joke. 
the the boss fights up until the final or the final two boss fights the boss fights are a cakewalk which okay yeah that's a problem they should be a little bit more difficult but if you go in if you're going in there prepared they're easily a cakewalk but the last two are fucking ridiculous you end up with a with a boss that like for so i've seen i've seen this game play or i've seen this last boss played several times on different levels and it is never the same regardless of the get of the the run through it's never the same on how he reacts so you're getting a toss-up of whether or not you're going to get the hardest boss possible or the easiest fucking guy but he's regardless a bullet sponge in any way so i watched somebody play on legendary which i was like god dude how the fuck did you play this on legendary and i watched it not nearly as hard it was a lot easier than than what i experienced because on my experience when i was going through and when i was going through and this is eshram listeners he was fucking he, I was in the third phase where he gets the the axe. Getting him to third phase wasn't a problem. Third phase getting him to the third phase was fucking easy. Now granted I made the mistake of bringing in the fucking sword from the sword master which was a ter- by the way listeners heads up if you're going through the campaign do not bring that sword it is trash. It's it's <laughs> fucking worthless. It doesn't do shit. Does almost zero damage to him. You're better off going around the room and picking up every weapon that you can and shooting him through the entire time. But I got him to the third phase, no problem. But when I got him to the third phase, one, it placed my checkpoint for when I die right next to him. <laughs> and and he's a one-hit kill boss, by the way. It only takes one hit from the from the uh the hammer and he'll kill you. So I was right next to him. So that was my spawn point every time I died. So you can imagine how fantastic that felt on the 30th death when I was screaming at my fucking TV at that point. So, because I was so pissed off at that checkpoint. Uh, and two, uh, for me, he was crossing the entire arena in one jump towards me Damn. instead of instead of running. So he's faster than you, regardless. Regardless of what mode you play on, he's faster than you. He can outrun you. But you can zip you can zip line across the arena by zip lining to the top. Listeners, I meant grappling. You can grapple to the top and then and swing out and it'll uh, launch you across the arena, like the the open area that you fight in, and you can get across pretty quickly. And if you do that, you're supposed to be able to get away from him. That wasn't the case for me. And that can usually get you get you a farther distance away from him to do a bunch of shots. And I noticed this on on a lot of playthroughs because I was trying to figure out what the fuck my issue was. My issue was I got the playthrough and I found that on another person's who was playing it on heroic where he was just literally crossing the arena instantaneously by jumping. So he'd jump like I you'd use I'd use the grapple grapple across the arena and he'd jump with me. And he was right on my ass and I'm like, "Man, I can't get away from this guy. I can't get away from this guy for 2 seconds to shoot him." Thankfully, I had a I got a break. I jumped in, immediately spun around, started lighting his ass up and went around a crate that he got stuck on. And his him getting stuck was long enough for me to get across the arena, and he didn't jump at me at that point. And I was able to finally get him into the normal, what is supposed to be the normal fight. And uh, after that, it was fine. Once it went to a nor- what was supposed to be a normal fight scenario where he doesn't jump across the arena every time you grapple, it was fine. So either that's a glitch that that happens, or it's just really bad coding. <laughs> because I it was infuriating after a while. I could not figure out how to like I, I sit there I'm like, I'm this is the first time I've played a Halo game where I've actually gone, I wish I was playing this on easy. 
<laughs> like, what the fuck? Because he, when he hit me, it was a one hit kill. That was it. It was over. There was no like, oh, you you managed to get away with that one. Like, I think I, I think that happened maybe once or twice out of all the deaths that I had in that in that fight. And the craziest part about it is like when I started that fight out, I was tearing into him and you you tear into him and I got, you know, two thirds of his health gone within no time that that took me less than four minutes to, to do the t- first two phases. The last phase took me 20 minutes Damn, because I couldn't he just became a he became a bullet sponge. I felt like I was in a, I was felt like I was fighting a destiny boss. I was like, what the fuck? Like, you're just I think I went through two turrets that I picked up. Damn. Then I managed to fucking so I, I managed to get two turrets in the arena and I was jumping across and grabbing one, picking it up and and shooting them. So I jump across, pick one up, shoot him, grapple to the other side, pick the next one up, shoot him, grab jump across and do it again. And I was doing that over and over again until I shoot him. And I went through both of them completely out of ammo and then had to switch to my uh my brute shot, the the mauler. The mauler. And tagged him in the head a bunch of times until he finally fucking went down. He finally died. It was just, it was unbelievable. I was like, God damn, how much of a, how much of a bullet sponge do you, do you have to create for a boss when you can't come up with anything creative? That's what it always comes down to. That's what destiny bosses are always at. It's like you come up with these really, they come up with these really cool uh, mechanics for some of their bosses. And then eventually it always boils down to how much of a bullet sponge are they? Can you get them to their next phase? Can you get them before they end the fight and instantly kill everybody? That kind of stuff. And it's always bullshit when that happens because you're sitting there going, man, like why, why would you boil everything down to, I'm just going to make him a bullet sponge to try and insinuate difficulty when mechanics work just well, like they, they work just as well. When you come up with cool fight mechanics, that stuff can be the difficulty. Of like, oh shit, I have to do this. I have to do that in order to make sure I break down his shields. Those are great parts. And to end a fight on nothing but bullet sponge is just really disappointing. Anyways, it's it's one of the most disappointing boss fights I've had in years. And then you have a repeat of basically the same thing because you end up in another boss fight where war chiefs show up that are basically just bullet sponges themselves. And they can, like Eshram, they can cross the arena almost instantaneously and they're faster than you. All felt rushed. It all felt just undercooked and it felt like a game where developers didn't play it. And the whole reason why they made the game is the multi or was the, uh, the multiplayer in the open world. And they're like, Oh yeah, we're making an open world halo. This is going to be great. You know? And I can imagine the meeting sitting there going, Oh, could you imagine if you could walk around the halo ring? That'd be amazing. Let's do that. And then they got one biome done and they went, Oh shit, we ran out of time. Yeah. Considering that they initially showed off like, what three or four yeah yeah listeners go back and watch the yeah go back and watch the uh 2018 yeah 2018 uh like the original blood gulch yeah hey the halo the halo infinite uh trailer and it shows off several biomes shows off you know one clearly in what what inspired this open world which is the uh silent cartographer looking area shows this you know massive open world where you're driving the you know, Master Chief or a soldier, I can't remember which one, is driving a uh, uh, the mongoose and uh, uh, Puma, <laughs> the Puma, uh, the the little the little mongoose uh, ATVs, and uh, it shows off a bunch of different biomes. It shows off a desert, shows off like you know a tent in, in in the desert and stuff like that, and the different artifacts that are sitting around. 
And the only thing I can sit there and, and think is they're going to add more biomes throughout the year because supposedly Halo Infinite is going to be, and I don't see how, they keep saying it's not games as a service, but I don't see how you can be not not games considered games as a service when you're saying that this is the Halo that's going to carry you for the next 10 years. That's because that's how long it's going to take them to fix it. Like, what? <laughs> What what what's going on? Like, how is this story going to continue? You're going to get ten years of uh, constantly patching updates. So, so how's well, that changed any other game? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, I at this point, Microsoft. I for think a flagship you, game, you let us down. For a flagship game, you let us down, and for for a franchise favorite, you let me down. And I think either it's time to call Halo quits. Or hire somebody that actually knows how to tell a story. Yeah, hit the hit the boards again. Fresh. Hire a career director that that has a vision from beginning to end, and isn't just throwing bar- darts on a board because that's how this game felt was darts on a board. I'm willing to give one more shot if Fuck. they can get the right people behind it. But otherwise, I think they should just say, "Oh well, we had two in a row that nobody liked, so maybe we should just call it quits." Yeah, that or give somebody else a chance. They are not gonna give anybody else a chance. You're no, that is yeah. You got yeah, a better chance. No, it's sad gotta, to see these big franchises go like just kind of go into mediocrity from what they were. This actually has me more worried about the next gears. Yeah, I mean, I have no, fa- I have no faith in the next gears. No. I didn't play five. So. Oh, it was okay. It's a it it's good better mechanics. than four. Yeah. <laughs> four was all right. It's better than four. Uh but uh it has a really dumb moment at the end of five. Yeah, uh, it's the one of the dumbest finale decisions. It, it's it's a decision that it's as Anderson put it, it is it takes you out of the game because it's Gears have never done this before. <laughs> so basically the other like game this. that gives like, you like they've a had choice, you made choices. which you never had that before yeah you, didn't, yeah. you never made choices before because well, you, went know, straight you, to a you made choices but the most of the choices you made in gears in gears was which direction do you go yeah that's not plot choices yeah your choice is either do i want a chainsaw or a bayonet which one do i want to fight yeah with? do i go that direction or do i go this direction do i take that tunnel or this tunnel shotgun or sniper rifle yeah instead they make you do a weird story choice that's never happened in the game and it completely and it, takes you out of and it. it has no relevancy as to whether or as to the next game because they have a canonical ending for 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 the game so if you choose one you get the non-canonical ending if you choose the other you get the canonical endings dumb just zero fucking sense has been made on this day <laughs> that's how you feel and uh I feel like that yeah. every day <laughs> so yeah because like because of the directions they've gone with these games and e- as much as they don't want to make uh halo games as a service you're making halo games as a service if you continue to come out with updates that introduce other biomes and more story you're turning halo into destiny and that's probably not going to work out so well just Put that out there. Yeah, at least with Destiny, you could play with friends. Yeah, I was going to oh. say, at least you could play with <laughs> yeah. friends. And on, on that top one. of that, listeners, so nothing is more evident that the game needed co op, uh, except for when you go into all of the game. 
<laughs> when you go into the the open world area and there's nobody else to enjoy it with you, it is so bland and lifeless that you're like, man, this kind of sucks, especially not having another person with me. At least one other person with you would have made that game a thousand times more enjoyable. And co-op is missing from a Halo title and won't be in until possibly May or longer now. What the fuck? No new game, no new, 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 no new game plus, no co-op. What the fuck were you guys doing? Open world. In for Halo? Yeah. Why? Why? Is there anything in the open world that keeps you wanting to play? No. You just want to go on to the next mission. It's infuriating. Moving on. CES happened at the beginning of this year, and lots of people are trying to hype it up. And listeners, I will give you my expert opinion on CES 2022. It was boring as fuck. I think my title was correct on this one. CES 2022. It's a snooze fest. Yeah. It's fucking boring. Like, the funniest part was, like, I saw some people... Like, Gamer Ranks probably had... Just watch the Gamer Ranks video, you're good to go. Not really. Gamer Ranks tries to hype the shit. <laughs> yeah, the hype, but at least it goes Gamer Ranks was awful. Like, the, the fact... Like, here's the reason why. Listeners, it's just the fact that, like... No, no offense to the guys at Gamer Ranks. I think they are fantastic. Uh, and the fucking work that they do, the fact that they put out a video every goddamn day is impressive as hell. But they really do try to overhype shit that should not be hyped. I mean, the stuff they pulled out was like, yeah, it might've been the best stuff there, but it really isn't good. The, the keyboard is laughable. The one from fucking the fuck the, the rogue keyboard from fucking Aziz. I laughed my ass off when I saw that the dot matrix fucking display dot matrix displays went out of that. That went out of style 10 years ago. You guys, for the price, you gotta give them. Be nice, man. Don't try. You know what I was thinking when I was watching it (laughs) is they're just having to reuse old technology because we can't get the new shit because it keeps getting bought out by bots and everything. Yeah, and that's that's exactly it. Like it feel it feels exactly like that. Like you got nobody, nobody, no scammer's gonna want this. Listeners, they put a dot matrix on this keyboard, and the keyboard costs astronomically high. And the reason why I'm saying that this is complete bullshit, I have a a second screen display that tells the stats of my computer inside my computer. I modded my computer so that I could do this. And that cost me a total of 50 bucks. That was it. $50 for a screen for a little little LED little monitor to go inside my computer and show me the stats of my system. And this keyboard costs, what was it? Two, it was over $200 because it has RGB lighting and is a mechanical keyboard, which, you know, mechanical keyboards are great. They're precise as fuck, but I, I'm not going to pay $200 for a mechanical keyboard and RGB lighting that has a dot matrix display that shows me the time and random fucking, dis, you know, images on there while I'm typing. It's just that that's one distracting as hell. And two, it does, it's serves zero function. Like why, why isn't it just a regular, like, why isn't it just a regular led or LS LCD screen on there to give you stats while you're playing that you can look at or push button. I mean, there are other keyboards out there that cost about the same and have better things on them. 
So yeah, CES was just kind of a garbage show. And when it came down, like the only the only one that actually had anything good to show off was AMD, and that's because AMD was talking about their next set of processors. They talked about that they had their reveal for their set of processors that are coming out for laptops. Very impressive. Looking forward to seeing uh, what they can do in the laptop area versus what Intel is bringing to the table because I think Intel's kind of given up on the wayside and kind of given up and really need to rethink their technology because they're falling way behind. Intel showed off their chips. Okay, cool. And listeners, I should give credit where credit's due. Intel's new chips are actually really, you know, really good. The Alder Lake technology that's coming out uh, is nice. It's actually showing that it's willing to compete with Zen 3. However, we have no idea how Zen 4 is going to turn out. And if Zen 4 turns out anything as good as what people are expecting, they're going to lose. And on top of that, AMD also showed off that or talked about the fact that, hey, we're coming out with our next zen 4 processors that will be hitting later on this year and we're going to have a talk about that later on in the year but we are wanting to show you guys some numbers and they showed off some pretty cool stuff and all right well it looks like it's going to be very impressive they're talking about the next uh how they're going to be running their uh, new cache stuff like that that's going to improve gaming on their systems now gaming really only becomes a major factor in cpu market when you're having to deal with lower resolutions but it's still helpful and still nice to know that they're thinking about that stuff and they're still thinking about the umpteen dozens of people that are still on 1040p you know or 1080p monitors great glad to see it looking forward you know looking forward to changing over my equipment in the future because i have to thanks microsoft that's a dig at windows 11 yeah since nothing josiah and i have is compatible with it yeah i'm looking forward to uh seeing more processors and shit that i won't be able to buy right (laughs) fucking scalpers so and speaking of scalpers, NVIDIA showed off and they're new. I love the fact they keep trying to push the tie, the, the <laughs> RTX 3090 tie. Okay, let me tell you something, NVIDIA. When you work in elements uh, and you have titanium, which is what the TI stands for in uh, their graphics cards, um, when you're dealing with elements, no one says tie. Listeners, I just want to focus on this really quick. So I'm pointing out the fact that no one says tie. Just as when somebody says talks about gold, they say gold. They don't say AU. They don't say OO. They say gold. So if you're trying to use them as a you know symbol for titanium, then call it RTX 3080 titanium and stop talking about it like tie or TI or saying that, oh, well, tie stands for titanium. Dumbasses. On top of that, their own their own heads of their company can't even figure out if they're going to call it TI, TIE. In the same presentation, they switched back and forth between TI and TIE, depending on who was presenting. What the fuck? I don't know where you're getting this whole, like, oh, it's it's the elemental chart and it's TIE for titanium. Shut the fuck up. It's TI. Everybody has said TI since you created the line in the first place. No one has said TIE except for you. And uh, you're trying to make it a thing. It's not going to become a thing. It's the equivalent of the guy who stop made making fetch a yeah, word. It's the guy. It's the guy. It's the equivalent of the guy who made the first GIF. You don't pronounce it. It's not, no one pronounces it GIF. I don't care what that fucking guy says. It stands for graphics for the first fucking word, which is a hard G. Therefore, it's GIF. You asshat. Try stopping yourself from sounding fucking pretentious as shit and just go along with a vernacular that society has chosen for it. <laughs> this isn't a English, a, a England English versus American English. It's not Jaguar. It's Jaguar. It's not aluminum. It's aluminium. It's this isn't that thing. 
This is not that. <laughs> this is just somebody who wants to who wants to sound pretentious and make something into something it's not. If that if that's the case, I will call it the Tie Fighter. So, fuck yeah, <laughs> done. The RTX and... 3090 Tie Fighter. So the RTX 3090 Ti was shown off, and Tie everybody wrecked immediately... yourself. It's Tie Fighter, <laughs> <laughs> and everybody and everybody in the gaming industry immediately went great thanks something else i can't buy and that scalpers will immediately take off the market on yep, top of that much. it's a it's a nominal increase for what we already currently have with the rtx 3090 uh and the rtx 3080 ti so why the fuck is this even being introduced into the market when you guys are supposed to be introducing a new generation later on this year what the fuck and listeners, additionally this week, we also got another big fuck you from NVIDIA. And I just say fuck you right back to him because they just launched a RTX 3080 with 12 gigs of, of memory on it. How many? How much memory is on the RTX 3080 Ti? 12 gigs? Oh yeah. And it's just 12 gigs with essentially just a slightly lower CUDA, CUDA core count for a uh, uh, RTX 3090 chip in there. Like, do you see how much they don't care about their main customer base? They can't even read the fucking room. This is a company that's supposed to be coming out with a brand new chip, a brand new GPU this year later on. And they're coming out with this shit. And additionally, they also barred independent reviewers from actually being able to post a review on the, the cards. And the way they did this was by making sure they didn't have access to the latest drivers for that card so that they couldn't actually do a comparison review. Why? Because they're afraid that they'll find out that it's, again, nominal gains for a chip that shouldn't exist. It's mind-boggling how insanely stupid NVIDIA has gotten and how much they just want to piss off all their fans. So the more they do this, the more and more people are going, all right, I'll just go to AMD. Because at this point, it doesn't matter how badly AMD handled their launch of their GPUs. At least they're not coming out with different versions of the higher end. Why? Because they have a new line coming out. Why would you come out with another version of the same cards you've already come out with when you can't even meet demand for the ones that were supposed to come to market? And it's because they don't care about us. They don't care about the customers. They don't care about their customer base. They want to make more money and as much money as possible off of cryptocurrency, off of scalpers, anyone who's going to pick up the card that's desperate right now. And that's literally what they're doing is just driving up the cost because they feel like they made a mistake at the lower end when they made the 3080 at the base cost that it was at. And they realized, oh, we could actually have put this out for two, $300 more and people would have bought it. And that's what they're doing now. They're making up for that cost. And they're making up for, for that mistake in marketing or, or pricing to begin with because they couldn't read the market at the time and how things were going to get so bad in the future. So now it's all about, well, now we can make more money and, and we know we can. So we're just going to do this. And if you want proof of what I'm saying, just look at the pricing. The pricing for the 3080 12 gig is as much as the 30 as the 3090 when it when it debuted. That was or actually it's more, sorry. It's more than. The 3090 when it came out was $1000 base. The 3080 when it came out was 700 bucks base. This is $1200. I'm I'm fucking flabbergasted at this. Everybody's sitting there going, "What the fuck are you guys doing?" They showed that off and Nobody, you know, nobody cared because nobody they couldn't cares. get it. The only person that's going to get it are, are scalpers and crypto miners because that's the only people that'll want it. 
because the other problem is, is that it'll be so fucking expensive that nobody want to buy it. Listeners, when I say like I used to buy the most expensive top of the line card for graphics possible on PC, I'm not joking. I used to do that. I had the, you know, I had the Titan, I had the GTX Titan for my system. I had a Titan hybrid. It was fucking phenomenal. It worked six, it worked for six years for five years. It was the top of the line. Literally couldn't be beat. And then it's finally six years later. It was like, all right, everything's getting really harder to run <laughs> because graphics stood the fuck up and went, all right, here's RTX everything. Here's ray tracing. Good fucking luck. And I was like, man, I can't run. I can't run ray tracing. There were lots of things that like, all right, you're, you guys are, they started introducing textures that my system was like, okay, well, this is actually kind of crippling. So I can't run that. So I had to lower. So I had to start lowering settings on a lot of games. And that was just the way it was for its last year of life. And, you know, waiting and, and going into its, its seventh year of life, waiting for an RTX or to be able to get an RTX card if I could. Or even in a, a AMD Radeon car, an XT, if I could. So it was showing its age. But when I look at the cards now and I go, RTX 30, 3080 is completely fine with me. Uh, even a 3070 probably would have been what probably would have been okay for a couple of years. Uh, that shows you just how completely ludicrous the TIs of the TIs are and the 3090 is. The 3090 is overkill beyond belief for no reason for memory. And also the fact that it's not that much faster unless you're running it, unless you're running it 4k and higher to 8k range, it's pointless because they've, they've done testing. They've shown it like at 1440 and even at 4k, there's not a whole lot of difference in performance. It doesn't do a whole lot better. So why was this, why is this card so expensive and, and made? Well, it was made so that they could try and make a buck off or an extra buck off people. And the 3090 was only made for crypto miners. 24 gigs of Ram. It's fucking useless. Every game I have, I, my, my card has 10 gigs of Ram. Nothing I have runs at eight. None of it. None of it runs at eight. Like max settings doesn't run at eight. Fucking Horizon for, for Horizon Forza Horizon Five doesn't run at eight gigs. My or Halo doesn't run at eight gigs. Max settings doesn't run at eight. It can't even do it. It's just like all right, yeah, I'm not gonna use. I'm not gonna use more than seven point five. Okay. <laughs> well, that's it. So yeah, people people saw that and went, wow, CES kind of sucked. Like this was kind of dumb. Why was this even shown off? Can't believe I put pants on for this. I'm sure a lot of people probably would have felt like that if it wasn't streamed. <laughs> of, of course, I'd probably sitting there going, I don't even know why I'm in my underwear right now. <laughs> Next up, listeners, is uh, Ubisoft is introducing their Ubisoft Plus, which is going to be replacing Uplay and is going to be their streaming service. And supposedly that's coming to Xbox, right? So it's going to be a more deep dive into it. It's going to be a $15 plus program which i think it's going to tank because it's not even going to offer the full catalog all of what they're talking about is it's the the launching app is going to start (laughs) off on pc and xbox first and then go on to everybody else after it is not part of game pass oh okay i'm not getting it yeah this is why i think it's going to tank (laughs) well in the same right after they announced the new rainbow six game will be a day one game pass game (laughs) 
One of these things is not like, not the, like other. the other. One of these things is dead. <laughs> so my prediction now, because after I saw that, I was like, well, you're not offering your full catalog. So if you don't have a hardcore Ubisoft fan, nobody's really going to get this. Yeah. Because by the looks of it, it's not even going to have the new Assassin's Creed. It's not going to have Valhalla on there. It's not going to have Far Cry 6 on there. Which are not, they're not really new games, they're just within the year's time frame. It's their newest part of their library, which would be the only games that yeah. people don't own. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what people are going to be going after, because Ubisoft is always notorious for pumping out games deals. After, Listeners, if like, you've never played months. Ubisoft games and you're thinking like, oh man, this might be a good chance to play all their titles, it's not. They have a couple <laughs> good indies under them. <laughs> that's a don't, don't do it. Ubisoft games are not worth it. Yeah, There's a few gems in there, but for a, a streaming service, no. Jesus Christ. I see this going the way of EA play. Way of oh, yeah. Yeah. Where all of a sudden yeah. they don't have any subscriptions. Like, yeah, we don't have like, enough subscribers to keep this going, so we're going to actually reach out, to Microsoft. reach out to Microsoft and see if we can be a part of that. And they still don't make enough of it. Uh, in fact, the, the highest uptake of <laughs> downloaded EA games from Game Pass actually happened with uh, uh, Mass Effect. Legendary Edition coming out on uh, Game Pass. Which, if you haven't played that and it's on uh, listeners, it's on Game, Game Pass, Pass. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Uh, I, if you're on PC, unfortunately, you have to have the game. I think you have to have the Game Pass app or the uh, EA Pass app or Play app in order for it to cross communicate with their game with the Game Pass app, so they can it can verify that you have an account uh, with Game Pass. Essentially, it's really fucking strange how that works. Uh, unless they fixed that recently, that was one of the things that's prevented me from actually downloading any EA games on my PC uh, to play them because it instantly was like, "Oh, you don't have the app. Do you want to download?" It? I was like, "Nope, <laughs> I do not want another client on this thing." You'd think it would. You think it would attach to their Origin service, you know, the main service they used for the longest fucking time ever that everyone hated when it launched because it was required for fucking SimCity. Uh, you'd think they'd be using that since everyone who owned SimCity had to have a fucking account with it and everyone who uh, played Crisis 2, Crisis 3, uh, Mass Effect 2, Mass Effect 3, you know, everyone who owned an EA game on PC had to have fucking Origin in order to play their games for the longest fucking time. You'd think that that would be the thing they would go through to talk to Game Pass, but no, it uses a different launcher. Fucking assholes. Yeah, because, you know, we all want 12 different fucking launchers. Yeah, I want my computer to be so full of launchers, I don't see anything else. It's fucking great. I'm going to download the new Rainbow Six because it's on Game Pass. Even though it looks like Rainbow Six. Yeah, even though it looks like Rainbow Six Left 4 Dead. Looks fun to me. Yeah, I'll, I'll download and try it. I don't, since Lich will probably play with me and you guys are welcome to join because it's a PvE game. Yeah. Right. But we'll we'll track it out and give it a quick review. All right, game uh, game reviews. Uh, I'm going to give you guys an update really quick on Forza Horizon Five. Is Forza Horizon Five worth downloading if you have Game Pass and playing now? Yes, they've fixed a lot of stuff. They've gone through and made a lot of good uh, changes. It still has every now and then issues with connection or connectivity, uh, but it has been vastly improved. Listeners, if again if you are on PC ever since. Uh, Microsoft introduces the or introduced the Xbox app onto the PC, and the issue is that for some reason, 
they, and I, I strongly suggest Microsoft, this is due to game services again. Game services is trash on PC. You really need to fix that shit. But it causes the PC to not be able to connect to the Xbox servers. And because it can't connect to the Xbox servers and can't provide a net, a an open net, it disconnects you from the game and sometimes tells the game, oh, you have no connection and you can't play it. <clears throat> so if you're having problems with connecting with your friends on PC uh, or through PC, that's more than likely the issue. It has to do with the net. Uh, they can quickly check if it is if it is that just by going into their settings on PC and clicking on Xbox. Click on that and then tell it to test the network. And it will tell you right away whether or not they're connected to the Xbox uh, live service. And then from there, it's a crapshoot on what the issue is actually being caused by it. Mine, <laughs> yeah, mine, I had to permanently change mine so that it actually recommended or actually got, I got my NAT, <coughs> and my, my, uh, uh, my tunneling. Uh, so it's the, the Torito tunneling listeners. So uh, if you go through and change your Torito tunneling to a different server that get, provides the, the essentially the service uh, to your system. And all it's doing is telling your your system, Hey, this is how it does it. <laughs> this is how you do this. And your system goes, okay, yeah, great. Thanks. Sweet. Works. Works just fine. It does not have to go through Microsoft specifically in order to do it. And most likely it is having an issue with Microsoft systems in order to, and, and that's what's causing the disconnect. However, the rest of the game is working fine. And uh, for the most part, it's, more enjoyable because of that uh still have i still have an issue with the trial i think the trial is trash and they still have a massive issue with ai cheating and listeners if you don't know what i'm talking about you're saying ah oh, he's just full of shit he's just mad because the game's better than him uh you're right yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was totally what of it yes yeah that what is a fact it? no it's uh the ai they've they've verified that there is still a glitch in it that has actually been around that originally was around in forza motorsport 7 where the ai actually teleports and cheats and this instantly explained the reason why when we were playing with loach uh, at one point why he was when he was playing on the game and we were watching him and in our and on our end this would not be a, a server desync because on our end he was clearly winning and then suddenly an ai would just teleport ahead of him yep and still uh, would, doing it yeah and he would lose and he would lose in the game it was it's fucking trash and it is something they absolutely need to fix. It is an, a massive bug in the game. I've had ones where I was easily beating the AI and by a long shot, and I had an AI just suddenly right Teleport. next to me. Yeah, yep. just right next to me. I was like, what the fuck? Yep. <laughs> He's like, hey, how's it going? I'm Jumper. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> I'm going to beat you. Oh, shit. Fucking Christian Hadenson showed up in that fucking car and jumped ahead. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Movie reference. <laughs> Just for everybody who knows. Uh, obviously, you guys have heard my gripes about Halo. Uh, Halo is... If you download it on Game Pass, just blaze through the campaign. Don't worry about doing the open world. It's pointless. I'm just going to hold off or go up. Uh, the worst part about the worst part about doing the open world stuff is you when you do the open world stuff to unlock all of the weapons and stuff like that, when you're playing the camp, when you go into the actual campaign missions, there is nothing to get those weapons in there. So you have no no way of calling them in, uh, having having vehicles dropped in or anything like that. Nope, doesn't exist in the campaign portions. So I don't know why it existed in the first place. Why did I need to go through the open world and unlock all this stuff when, when it's not it. when it, when it's not used? It's not needed. That's a waste. Yeah, it's not like you know you have a 
Pelican pilot on call or anything to bring you stuff. Yeah, the only the only thing that was actually worth anything, in my opinion, for it was getting the uh, alternate side uh, sidekick, the alternate uh, side, uh, pistol, because it's as powerful as the old one. Ooh. And That's when I say it's worth as, it right there. Yeah. And when I say it's as powerful, I'm not joking. It is fucking mean. I actually took that into the, 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 uh, second, the last level when it goes, cause it goes into, when you go into the last can the last portion of the campaign, uh, you're fast tracked through it. You don't, you can't do any more open world stuff after that. You're just going through the campaign at that, at that point. So like you have this massive lull of open world bullshit and then right. you finally get to the actual campaign and you're like, okay, well now it's just all campaign. There's no like interacting with new open world, interacting with new area or anything like that. It's just, here's a campaign. That's it. You're going through it with this. Uh, and unfortunately you can't bring in the new weapons, but I brought in that sidekick on the, the beginning portion of that and it fucked shit up. I was like, I love this fucking gun. And I was desperate to find any kinetic reload or uh, reload areas, which they had very few of, unfortunately in the, uh, in the campaign sections. Here's how bad the, here's how bad the, the campaign ends up being for level design. Uh, and the and, and it was where it was where I just went fucking seriously. Like the it was the point where my brain just said, fuck, this is not good. Uh, and it was you get to the section where you have to go through to get to the last or to the second to last boss. To get to Eshram, you have to go through arenas. And all they are is the same arena. Oh, uh, three times with slightly different variants, essentially. Wow. And the third arena is just a boss fight with a sword master. And I brought in a minigun from the previous arena. <laughs> and I walked in and he spawned in and I just ripped into him and he fucking instantly died. And I went, click. Well, that was easy. <laughs> uh, so hence why I say, like, if you go in prepared for an area the the boss fights can be cake but if you but but that second to last boss fight is completely different than any of them it has three phases it's the first time you get it's the first time you get a boss fight with any phase so you have three phases for for this boss fight and suddenly it just changes and the same thing happens in the next one you get you get a boss fight that has phases and the full mega man huh and it, yeah it's just like what the fuck like what am i fighting now the if if this was the mechanic that was meant for the game, it should have been in all bosses. There should have been, you know, phases and stuff like that to go through on all of them. The rest of them were just, you know, I just fucked your shit up. That's it. Yeah. Like every other Halo that's ever existed before. Yeah, because <laughs> I I only managed to get two fights, uh, two boss fights in. Yeah. Because it runs like shit on my system. And I don't know because I got the, the Game Pass version. Yeah. So I'm wondering if it's because it's streaming instead of playing off of my hard drive. It should be playing off your hard drive. It should ask you. Yeah, it should be able to let you download. Make sure unless, it's one. Make sure it's installed in the the. Uh, unless you have a moist hard your drive. SSD, not your regular hard drive. <laughs> a moist it, it hard drive. Like shit on a regular hard drive. Okay, that might be the. Make issue. sure it's on your SSD. Also, if you're gonna put it on your SSD, if it's not on your SSD and you're gonna switch it over, do not transfer it from the app. Del- uninstall it and re-download it. Yeah. No, it, I, it does. It does not run. I, I 
I've heard that issue. Yeah, it does not run when you when you move it to another to another drive. But either way, it runs like shit on my system. So I kind of quit playing. I was gonna wait until your system's kind of old. It's it's showing its age. My dad's system has he has the exact same graphics card you do, and he's having to run it all on medium, and he has it running from a solid state drive. Oh, he can run it on medium. That must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, I'm telling this because your your system uh-huh. showing its age. Oh, I know. It, this your system's is, older than his. This is the year that it's finally starting to catch your up. Really older. show its yeah, age. Your system's older than his. So and, you know, once again, thanks to scalpers, I'm kind of stuck with it for a I mean, while. It's, it's just the way it's, the it's just the way he put it, though. <laughs> we're, I'm running. We're we're running seventh gen for for or for for computers. If that gives anybody any kind of indication as to how old our systems are. Uh, they're on 12th gen now <laughs> for for CPUs. And I think I'm on like what? And if? you're on either five or six. I'm pretty sure five. Yeah. The only reason I can run it on high on mine listeners is because I have a top of the line seventh gen. And on top of that, I have an RTX uh, 3080 card in my system. Ooh. So it's running all on GPU. If I had to have my CPU do any of the fucking work, it would say <laughs> it's a nice wish. <laughs> like thankfully at least that's one thing i can say about the optimization for these games is that they've actually taken a look and been like all right well most of this needs to run off of c or off a of gpu not cpu at higher resolutions right. and the cpu does a lot like just the cpu only really works on uh animation which means uh it works on the uh the movements for characters other than your own so it makes sure the ai is is running well that's it so that's kind of nice it, it Uses a maximum of CPU power of like four percent. Fucking solid way to go <laughs> with that. Good job, Microsoft. I can say three four three did an excellent job in that area, uh, especially for Halo for that. Because otherwise, I wouldn't be able to run it as well as I do. But if you're running on an older system, if you're running on an older card, it is taxing. So I, I'm sad because my system is showing its age in a time where I can't get my hands on anything yeah. to. So I'm just kind of stuck with it now. But, yeah, that's why. That's why I, I said that about just my life. So. <laughs> that's why I said that's why I gave you that that solid state drive. Hopefully, that can do a little bit of something. Yeah, but I mean, I'm. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how much, but it. Bottom line is usually in PCs. If you want, if you can, and you can prevent your. If you if you can prevent your games from having to be on your your C drive, which would be where your operating system is, that's the best thing to do. You want it on a separate hard drive so it can run separately from your operating system. So there's nothing else bogging it down. So uh, ideally, that's the best situation, but not everybody can do that. And unfortunately, the game can be pretty taxing and pretty demanding on and, and some, of their, some of those areas. But they tried to make sure it had as be, you know, best cam, uh, compatibility with older systems as possible. And for the most part, it does a pretty decent job. Uh, but there are some weird things that happen with certain games that shouldn't happen. Like there, there's no dynamic resolution, uh, really setting or good setting on the PC for Forza Horizon Five. Like if you turn if you turn those on, your depth of feet, not depth of field, but your pop in increases tremendously. It's weird. Um, so those those are things that are just kind of like ah, well, this is where things didn't really work out as well as they should. Other uh, game reviews, Pedestrian. I play. I've been playing that on PC. Uh, that is available I, on I Game Pass. That. It is gonna, great. That I'm is a lot of fun. That. that is a that's a good game. Um, 
I remember seeing it last year and going, man, that looks really cool. So excited that it came to Game Pass. It is awesome. It's a lot of fun. What is it? Uh, it's a platformer puzzler. Okay. Yeah. So you play as a character that's a the pedestrian sign character. <laughs> so like you're you're just the figure. Yeah, like a stick figure. Yeah. Like yeah. When you see a pedestrian cro- crossing sign, that's it. That's what you're playing as. And it moves from one plane or from one uh, uh, puzzle to the next of moving through a platform area. And you have to figure out how to set up the pieces correctly and link uh, the images together so that your character can get through and move on to the next scene. So it's a it's a fun puzzle platformer. One set of news I forgot to bring up is Stanley Parable is finally coming to console. Uh, They they finally have come out. They're finally coming out with the uh, can't remember what the editions called. Basically, the definitive editions finally coming to uh, PC uh, pretty soon. Where they're going to have they have more dialogue, more narrative, more uh, scenarios you can go through in the game. It's essentially like a, a complete overhaul of the original title, which was made by like two people. (laughs) <laughs> and uh it's taken them years to do it again but they've updated it and they're coming out with it on pc and they said that yes they're coming over to console as well and i cannot wait for that to come to console and have my, my console friends experience the stanley parable but because that game is just fantastic right. yeah it is it's an absolute buy if you if it doesn't come to game pass absolute buy absolute buy have to do it yeah it, it's fantastic i'm i'm excited uh yeah, any game that has a fucking achievement where like oh i've put the game it was a 15 years something like that put the game down for 10 years five five years okay five years i was gonna say i think so, it was so fucking hysterical to me though i was like what <laughs> i think i'm four years away from that and uh the topper on that is the achievement is called go outside <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's fucking great um it's it, you know it's it's got narration like narration from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. That's that's how good it is. So yeah, looking forward to that uh, coming to the uh, PC crowd. So absolutely going to going to be a blast. Uh, anything else for games? You have Gunk on here. I haven't played that. I've seen it on Game I Pass have. a couple times. Gunk is a new game got put on Game Pass. It is a indie game. And it's a a platform adventure level based game, and you play as an explorer who lands on a planet. And as you're learning different things about this planet, you're learning kind of fun different things. It has a lot, a lot of puzzles. It's got a funny little dialogue to it. All right. So you got Game Pass? Download it. I've okay. been having a fun with it, a blast with it actually. Is it a co op at all? Or no, it's a single player, player narrative okay. driven. I think that's one of the reasons why I didn't download it because I have too many other single player games to yeah. go through. But yeah, that'll be one I think I'll download later and, and check it out. Um, I got Guardians of the Galaxy for Christmas. How is it? I hear it's actually really I haven't, good. Haven't it's, played it yet, but I put it on my PC and it looks really good. I had fun with it. <laughs> yeah, graphically, it. it's it's really pretty. I hear it's not the like, greatest if, game, if, but it's fun. Yeah, I've heard different. I heard if people. Play. It's a mix, yeah. It's a mixed bag. Um, one of my bigger issues is some of the gameplay mechanics. Okay. Uh, no, like Loach, I've heard, I've heard different things. I've heard, I've literally heard people say, "Oh, it's a fantastic game. You absolutely have to play it. It's a must play." And then I've heard people say, "Yeah, it's all right. It's fun." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it's, it's very mixed bag. And I think 
it kind of depends on maybe where you came from. If you played, I think maybe if you played uh, Marvel Avengers, you're coming away going, man, that was great. <laughs> See, I, that's, that's where I came from. But I think the fact is, I think all of us are unanimous that how many times we've had disappointment with the gaming industry that we're all kind of have hardened hearts. Yeah, it was. Uh, part of it, I think, is that. Is, and I think the other part is just really just looking at the industry and going like we see this stuff and we go like it's a no-brainer this looks like it's going to fail like, at what point did you guys not realize that <laughs> uh it's kind of like that whole thing with uh and I, th- and I think part of that comes across or comes comes about because of our, our experiences with uh listeners will I'm, I'm openly being honest about the fact that we fucked up when we when we called uh fallouts you know 76 we said it was good um and it was it. When I say I didn't say it was good. We, we had it, fun. We had fun in it, and we had a and we had a. But good it's a game you have to make your own. It was fun. a game you had to make your own fun. Uh, yeah. and the amount of hype that we had around Anthem and how uh, Anthem looked, how it was playing. We played the beta. We still liked it. And we're like, man, if this is the beta at the time, listeners thinking, you know, and and no excuse for our fuck up in reality. Uh. Yeah, I think I was the only but one who was like, it's just, ah, I don't care for it. Yeah, Loach was kind of on the, Loach was really on the fence of like, eh, I don't think this is going to be where it's at. Like, honestly, he was he was the that only one. He so was really the only one that was just like, I don't think like I don't think it's going to be as good as you guys think it will. Uh and, you know, good on him for for fucking staying grounded and and going fuck you guys, I have MLB the show. Uh <laughs> Cuz that's kind of where it was at. Like, you know, you had you had a game. Pretty much. You, you, you didn't need this. Um same with Andromeda. And yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, but you you weren't a Mass Effect fan, anyways. No. So, and you also had you like we had at the time with Mass Effect, we had no indication as to why we why we should ever doubt Bioware, <laughs> right? And then after that, we were like, I don't know, you know, it, it could be good, and hopefully this is a, a return to form. And we played the beta. We liked the beta. We thought the beta was exactly exactly what it was, which is a beta. And then the early release came out, which because we had all bought it, the early release comes out and it was the same game. And we were all kind of confused as to did did we literally just pay for the beta? Like what happened? And it just it, it was still fun and we were hoping, well, all right, well, we haven't really gotten into the game. We'll get into the game and hopefully that'll change. And it wasn't getting better. It was the equivalent of like, you know, you see you see a, a nice pie sitting there you're like man that looks really good and then you cut into it and it's all crust and you're going all right well maybe maybe we just you know maybe we just got a bad slice maybe maybe it's just a bad slice we'll cut off another piece and there was no filling as you went it just just kept kept being the same and kept getting worse for you for you for you as you went the fact that you you felt obligated to eat it because you paid for the fucking thing (laughs) Jesus now, one Christ. thing I will say about that's Guardians. That's how it felt. Like, it, it felt like one of those things like you bought a meal and you feel obligated to eat it because you paid for the fucking thing, but it's just not good. No. You know? You already brought it home. You don't want to take it back to the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how it feels. Like, you know, oh, so you into the cooks, and they're it, just going to spit. And in the I, next think, I think that was real. I, like, we were, like, I was already pretty negative. You're going to get some guacamole and that steak. And I, think that was the point, I think that was the point where I just everything became shit for me. Like, I just did, I don't expect anything good from the industry anymore. Because of that, I was just like, you know, I've had I've had too many bad experiences now where I just don't expect anything to be good, and I'm looking for a way for them to fuck it up. So, 
Uh, so far, listeners, you know, things that haven't done that to me, Jurassic Park, I'm looking forward as hell to fucking Dominion. Hell yes. Sign me the fuck up. Dinosaurs and humans, let's do this. They've already sent me tickets. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, like, I I am stoked as fuck for that. It's like one, one of the only things where, where I'm just like, Jurassic Park, yeah, let's do this. I watch Camp Cretaceous. I fucking hate that show, but it has dinosaurs in it. so i watch it (laughs) the other and here's the thing the only actually the last season was a lot was a lot better um than it had been and the only reason why i didn't like it was because it has it suffered from the same problem that other shows have when it has kids or teenagers and stuff you had characters that weren't that weren't learning they weren't growing and it wasn't until the end of season three i think they're they just did four yeah, the end of season three where the characters actually started kind of developing and becoming characters, becoming people <laughs> and uh, learning from their mistakes, that kind of stuff. And four kind of continues that journey. I was like, all right, well, this is actually getting better. I'm still not great on some of their decisions because, you know, it seems like, you know, you just made this person stupid for or make a stupid choice just for plot. Kind of start feeling bad for Marley, like actually but, uh, mentally handicapped. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it's a good game. It's an inclusion, it's a, it's it's an inclusion show, show now, like uh, a handicapped no, no, characters. No. It's got dinosaurs, and I'm loving. You know, I love Jurassic Park, so I'm looking forward to Dominion. Uh, but yeah, the overall, the most like most other things, I'm just like I don't have any faith in this. Like, I think that right this now this could be really bad. Like I have zero faith in the, <laughs> zero faith in the next Dragon Age. I have zero faith in the next Mass Effect. I'm just like ah, fuck it. I don't. Care. I think the biggest game I'm really gonna probably hype up for myself is probably gonna be the new Spider Man. I hope so. Wolverine. I hope that's going to be good. And I'm really hoping for Wolverine to be good. I'm hoping for that. I'm hoping for God of War. Uh, I'm getting a copy for free for Horizon, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sony still hasn't, listeners, here, Sony still hasn't addressed the fact that they have not changed their pricing or any of their information yeah, on, weird. on Horizon Forbidden West. Nobody, and nobody's, the craziest part to me is nobody in the industry is calling them out. I've, ri- I've written to Jason Schreier about it and asked him what the hell's going on like i realize that you're probably he has more important things to cover and i realize that he's he's covered a lot of the stuff that's going on with activision ubisoft and hats off to him for exposing some of that shit yeah, he's got you a know, plate god, full god bless you uh but the fact that no one in the gaming industry has pointed out the fact that sony deliberately said that they were going to change forbidden west to actually be upgraded for free from the ps4 to the ps5 version when you changed consoles and they still haven't shown that in their storefront they still haven't changed their pricing dynamic for it and it still says that in order to get the ps5 version of the same game from your ps4 to your ps5 you have to buy the special edition no one's bringing that up no one's talked about it no one's even even faced it to sony i've even written to sony and they refuse to answer me could you imagine, listeners, could you imagine if we had a bigger platform? Could you imagine if we were a larger podcast, like fucking Joe Rogan of fucking gaming, how no, quickly like, they I would have to fucking player. answer that question to us? But we don't have any power. This is what it's like to not have any power. You can't, you can't get any answers. I don't have a voice. Kind of, yeah. I mean, like, we, we could call it out as fucking much as we want and no one will answer us. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I feel like the difference is, is I actually enjoy screaming into the void. 
<laughs> That's fucking great. I can like now all I can imagine is just fucking Bender on top of the fucking Planet Express just yelling out into space. <laughs> he feels kind of nice. You can yell whatever you want, and nobody cares. <laughs> so moving on to uh to to movies that we have to review because there's been a been quite a bit of them. Uh and we will try to get through these things as fast as possible. Uh I will oh, quickly say shit. What? Uh, I didn't realize how, how yeah. long we've been going, really. Yeah, so... Uh, what happens when we skip a few weeks? Spider-Man, absolutely worth watching. Definitely go see it. Fantastic yeah. film. We've already basically it reviewed it. In theaters. Go watch it. It is, Look. you know, the billion-dollar blockbuster it should be. Ghostbusters. If you didn't see Ghostbusters and you saw Spider-Man, shame on you. Amen, brother. <laughs> Spider-Man was okay. I mean, honestly, the best one is from Tobey Maguire. <laughs> Ghostbusters 2016, all the way still. Um, Especially that dance he does. <laughs> Especially the dance in 2016 Ghostbusters. Blows yeah. the new one out of the water. <laughs> Be real about all this, guys. I mean, I think it's just because no one has woken up from... Everyone's still, you know, misogynist bigots. So, joking Sexist aside... Males. <laughs> Did you Not hear about what movies. happened? Never mind, we're out, outnumbered by the females who don't see the same fucking film. Look, hey, we don't get all Not, their fault. Watch Not their fault at all. We don't need to hear your right wing rhetoric. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I, that's what these, you think. <laughs> right winger. Anyway, um, no. So the funny thing is. <laughs> Uh, the funny thing is, is like, did you see the whole controversy with the box set for Ghostbusters? Yeah, Kevin yeah. Feige got pissed off because his movie wasn't involved, and I went, "Fuck it, your movie sucked." Yeah. So here's the thing: there was an update about this, and believe it or not, the quartering actually got something right. Um, oh, that's a fucking miracle. Oh, no shit. I stopped watching him a while ago. <laughs> oh, dude, he's uh, don't even get me started. Anyway, gave up on him and Philip DeFranco just gave so, up on. Him. Yeah. Uh, I didn't give up on Phil's prank. All of it's bullshit. Anyway. Anyways. So, uh, I guess Sony basically bent the knee on it. So, they're adding it to the box set. Digitally, right? Digitally. Yeah. (laughs) And somebody goes, the reason they're adding it digitally, now this isn't from Sony, this is from other people, was because then you could just throw it away. <laughs> so you don't. It's, so you're it's technically not. You're not technically losing. You're not paying extra for an extra movie because the price never changed. Yeah. But you also are not stuck with a disc that you don't want. Yeah, it's it's the equivalent. It's the equivalent of giving somebody a flyer and saying, "Here, you throw this away." <laughs> yeah. So when I get the box set, because I bought, I'm buying the box set. Yeah. Because it comes with an alternate version of the original Ghostbusters movie, which I'm actually kind of cool with. I'm like, hmm. Yeah, you'll have to let me know how that is. That could be fun. Anyway, I'm going to literally record myself crumpling it up and throwing it away and then tagging Paul Fig and the cast <laughs> on Facebook and whatever. Oh, so yeah. And sorry. I said Kevin Feige, right? Yeah, Paul Fig. My fault. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Kevin Feige's Kevin Feige's fucking Marvel. Marvel. The fuck am I thinking? Wow. Spider-Man. Sorry, I um, just assumed that he handles everything now. <laughs> does, that's why I didn't. Doesn't Disney own everything? Yeah, that's why I didn't correct yeah. you. I just assumed he's in charge no. of everything. Sorry, well, it's like bad. it's like John Favreau. It's like John Favreau is involved with everything Star Wars now. Right. 
and I'm okay with that. Yeah, I was going to say Star Wars is better off for it. So, yeah. Oh my god, Boba Fett. The book of Boba Fett is so fucking good. Although they still renewed Kathleen Kennedy's uh, contract. contract. Anyone who thought she was going to get fired, you're an idiot. I didn't Anyone think who- it, but I really, really hoped, hoped it. Yeah. The book of Boba Fett, though, is fucking great. Aren't they only like three episodes in? Yeah, Two we're going to hold off on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. Uh, then, so I, far. I'll reserve that for, for when they're done. I, I've only seen the first episode, but it was aggressively average. You're aggressively... Aggressively average? average? Yeah. What does that mean? What is it mean that I sat down and you could tell that it wanted to be better than it was? Oh, okay. I feel like you are all a bunch of negative motherfuckers, and you need to start licking a unicorn's ass or something. And Find get me a unicorn. Happy. I'll lick every square inch of it. <laughs> Dude, that that two minute parkour scene, I I want that two minutes of my life back. When did parkour get cool again, or when are was, they trying to make parkour cool again? I don't think they were trying to make it cool. I think they were just part of the scene. You guys are overthinking shit. I, I'm not, look, look at you putting everybody into the same barrel. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? It works. It works for <laughs> Ghostbusters twenty sixteen. It's gonna work for me. I gotta watch episode two, but I. I'll leave I it at this. It. I feel like it's going to get better, but for a first episode, that one wasn't very strong. I've heard mixed things. I've heard mixed things about the first two episodes. I'm, I I don't have I love Plus, it. so I'll wait and watch yeah. it some other time. I didn't well, think the first one was a, a very... It, I've seen shows start off worse and get better, but this wasn't a very strong start. Yeah. So... A movie. The movie you went and saw was Kings. Or was the King's Man? King's Man, which is a prequel to the series. King's I Man. enjoyed it, but it wasn't it's what I was expecting. The prequel to the Kingsman. Yeah, I know. And it's called the King's Man. Yeah, the King's Man. Literally, literally, the man is separated from it because that's... it's it's, and it's not like the the other thing that's weird is is kings actually possessive. Apostrophe well, S. Depends on what country. <laughs> King George, that fucker. <laughs> so this one's a prequel. It starts off with the assassination of Franz Ferdinand at World War One. Okay. So I would say this one. Wait until it gets at home. I don't know if it's worth the movie ticket. I do that just because I'm lazy. But okay. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing, I mean, listeners, I you know I enjoyed the movie the for what it was. It had a couple scenes that were pretty funny. Some badass fight about. scenes. But overall, go with a different mindset when you watch this, because this is a dark and serious movie, yeah, not a comical serious, versus the first two. Yeah, it's not the same tone. Yeah, completely way different. Because when you watch the Kingsman movies, it's got that campy, that goofy James Bond feel from the old movies. Versus, yeah, they're meant to be fun. Yeah. yeah. And this one is it's dark and serious. Yeah. Loach and I got to see The Matrix Resurrections on HBO. And thank God... I did not go up to Denver to see my old buddies to go watch that in theaters. I would have felt so fucking ripped off by that film. It's not awful. It's not great. It's not good. (laughs) It is aggressively meh. (laughs) Aggressively average. Aggressively average. Uh, I it is and like it, it wants to be good. It just doesn't know how to get there. I watched the no, movie. Oh, you need a no. And you need to I watch thought it. it 
definitely felt like it's been written and rewritten several times. Thanks. Like you could tell different chunks of the movie came from different scripts. Yeah. And I feel like overall it could have been better had they actually put money into the CGI budget. That was well, a big gripe I had. Oh yeah. Some of the yeah. CGI was awful. I the liked the, I liked the concept of the movie, which I feel like is why I enjoyed it more than yeah. you guys. Cause I remember messaging you when I was done and I was like, you know what? It wasn't terrible. It wasn't great. I yeah. think I liked the idea and some of the world building they did more yeah. than the actual movie itself. Some of the choreography though, Lutz brought that up. Ugh, uh, horrible. Uh, the choreography was bad. It's terrible. Uh, just awful fighting, awful fight scenes. Uh, the Mer- dude, the Merovingian scene was so fucking stupid. It really had no point. Uh, in it had. It was. It was completely pointless. It was just like, hey, it was basically a, a scene in the movie of like, hey, remember that guy. <laughs> yeah it was it was the scene of like everybody's like oh it's that guy and then he's like gone like oh that's that was that was the equivalent of a you know rocky and bullwinkle scene with fun with the I didn't hey, think, remember the bad guys yeah, I didn't, yeah this is one of them <laughs> i didn't think a movie could get too meta and man that movie oh yeah was it's basically hold my beer yeah, it's it's way it's way too meta. It is way too on the nose, and like we, get which is it. funny because at first I actually For, really enjoyed that about the movie. I was like, oh, cool, self aware about what it is, and then about halfway through, I was like, okay, you can stop yeah. poking fun at yourself. Yeah, it's, it's you not can, even you can stop yeah, this. It's, it's, it's not even the fact good. that. So it, it that movie was a lot of good ideas in one movie, but just never panned out. Like it was, yeah, a lot of separate ideas that could have been different things. I liked a lot it's of the new characters. <laughs> I, the weird mincemeat pie. I yeah. don't understand. I think the one thing that I don't understand is why did you need to... Because you kind of took the fun out of remembering Easter eggs by showing yeah. clips from the original movie. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't need... Literally it's not a, played it's literally the old played movie. Oh, like, it felt like one of those things of like, Hey, we know that re- we know that we know that reboots are awful. So we're going to remind you that this movie cannot compare to the original in yeah. any way, shape or form. We are going to continually remind you that the original is better. <laughs> and yeah, they're going. God damn. <laughs> so but here's the thing, though, and this is my theory about the whole thing, though. And unfortunately, the people that get end up like I don't have a problem with the fact that, you know, Spoiler, I don't know, are we going to do spoiler? Um, I, I'm fine with it. It sucks to spoil it. Yeah, just say spoiler alert. All right. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Um, I didn't have an issue with the fact that Trinity and Neo were technically both the one. But my, they're my the biggest... They're the two. They're the two. <laughs> well, always, Neo the point five. Yeah, yeah probably. But... I didn't because they always had to be. They were always destined to be together and all this crap. Yada 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 yada. My biggest fucking thing though about the whole damn movie was Neil Patrick Harris's weak ass villain. I thought he was a horrible main villain. I thought they he, fucking de- he they play yeah listeners to 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 clarify for me he plays the part well. 
plays the part. Oh, he played but, the shit out of that part. But the villain is awful. <laughs> oh, the, the, yeah. Great I, actor. Thought, I thought it was his like performance was fantastic. It was a great performance of a very, very poorly Bad written character. part. It was a weak-ass fucking yeah. architect. Yeah, it's a, it is discount architect. <laughs> so, I can do I thought, it better than you. I thought the I'm new characters. You. I thought the new characters were good. I did like the guy who was basically the next Agent Smith. I thought he was. I fucking... can't figure out how. I can't figure out how Neo and Trinity powered the Matrix, right? By themselves. Nothing. Expl- like, nothing's like, explained the, in the movie. Of, none of that's explained. <laughs> that's the thing too. It had so many story plot holes. Like they were it just needed start something. Before. Yeah. <laughs> what did you need them now? <laughs> so it like a lot of I don't know. But the biggest thing is, is that from what I've been hearing is that and, you know, they they reference it in the movie was that Warner Brothers is and they fucking call out Warner Brothers, which I thought was great. But Warner Brothers is going to make the Matrix game with or without the original creator. That's an actual true dig at Warner Brothers. That's a dig at the actual studio. Yeah, that's a dig at the Warner Brothers studio because uh, Lana Wachowski didn't want to make another Matrix movie. But they said, look, we want to bring the Matrix back, which I'm fine with because it's one of my top five all-time favorite movies. But they were going to make it without him. And Lana threw a fit about this, apparently, saying, no, it's ours. We don't want to make it, so please don't make it. And they forced them to make it. <clears throat> yep. So to, well, but, here's so the to thing, me, to here's honest, the thing, to though. Be honest, it comes, it, to be honest, they didn't force them to do anything. Well, she didn't you know what have I mean. To make it true, she could have just said "fuck it, have it, it's yours." Warner Brothers owned it. Yeah, I don't understand. That was the so, deal. But yeah. here's my she, thing. This she, is the instead, biggest problem I have with it. Pulled, instead, she pulled a fucking George Lucas and was like, I, "If I don't get to do it, nobody gets to do it." Right. But here's the biggest <laughs> issue I have with that, though, because now she really did put a big mark on the movie franchise as a whole. Because to me, now it's coming across as, "All right, well, I'm going to just make a really bad version." Of the original. Yeah, four doesn't it's, exist. And it's just, it's a fuck it's you. It's Indiana Jones. It's a fuck you moment. That's what, <laughs> to me, that's how it's coming across to me. I'll yeah, own it. it for the simple fact that I own the originals and the Animatrix. But to me, that's that's kind of more hurtful. If that's the true intention of you making the movie was basically a fuck you at the studio. But yeah. the fans are the ones who are suffering. You, Your fans could at least. So I, you cut your own nose off to spite your face. Like, go fuck yourself. I don't understand. Like, if you didn't want to do it, fine. But fine. then let them, somebody else do it. I guarantee yeah. there's somebody else. At, fuck it. Give it to Marvel. Let Marvel make a fucking Matrix yeah. movie. Like I said, she pulled she pulled a George Lucas and said, if nobody, if if I don't get to make it, nobody else can. It's and like, that's it's, what it's like. Him, and it's that's like an article trilogy. And that's in articles, too. There's articles yeah. her saying, oh, yeah. well, I, I had to make it because they were going to do it without me. Yeah. OK. And OK. And. <laughs> Were you worried somebody else was gonna was gonna build upon something that you had made that was great? Isn't that the point? And that and that it was gonna be, <laughs> and, and that it was gonna be a continuation of that greatness? Because that doesn't make any sense. That, that's that's fucking stupid. That's that's the same fucking mentality. Like I said, same fucking mentality as George Lucas when he went for the for the prequels. He didn't want anybody else having their hands on it. Never mind the fact that he only wrote one Star Wars and he wrote Dave one Fil- fucking movie and Dave Filoni and. And uh, um, John Favreau have done a fantastic, fantastic job, on job. Carrying, yeah. carrying it with the Mandalorian, <laughs> Book of Boba Fett, all that. 
Clone Wars, Clone, Clone Wars, Wars, which did Rebels. more for the prequels than the prequels ever did for Star Wars. Right. Rebels. Rebels is another fantastic series. Like, seriously, man. But like, yeah, he didn't he didn't have to. He did not have to be the only writer on three mo- on the on the, the on the prequels at all. And they were awful. They were terribly written, terrible dialogue. Some of the worst scenes I have seen in movies. Like, I get it. It's your baby and all. And I, I get it. Like, if like I, you know, if I create something, I'm really protective of it. But the simple fact of the matter is that when it comes to something with a story that you have made three movies of it. Yeah, if you're rusty, you don't. You're not really into it. It's not. And you're. That you really and, and it's do. not even. And it's also the just first pass thing. on the torch, guy. And look at everything that she has gone through. Her, you know, with her, her transit, she's come out saying that she has gone through hell and back. She lost both her parents. She had her transition. All this shit. So she's in the, already in this horrific state. And then you're coming back to bring back a series that you don't want to bring back, but you feel like you're being forced to. I feel like that's just a lot of negative going into a movie. <laughs> like, your sibling, your sister actually said that they had didn't want anything to do with it. Yeah, and she was tired. Out. So and so she was why, tired of making why movies. Why would you feel that you needed to? Yeah, and they were in the middle of making uh, some show they're they've been doing that's been pretty decent um and successful and they're they were just burned out. They even said they were burned out. Uh Lily didn't want to do it. She was burned out and she took a step back. And Lana felt like she had to do it. And I'm like, you don't have to do fucking shit. shit. But the problem is, is now we all suffer because you got us all hyped up for a franchise that's beloved. I mean, part of me gets it. You're worried that the studio is just going to completely fuck it up. Right. So absolutely. Instead, I you come that. back and fuck it up for them. Yeah. Like, so what did you do different? <laughs> yeah. You didn't. Thanks. It wasn't. It, Anyways, listeners, it wasn't a good movie. It wasn't worth it wasn't worth seeing in theaters. If you had HBO Max, yeah, okay, go ahead and go ahead. And, it's included in service. Go ahead and watch it. Yeah. But uh it's not worth getting HBO Max to watch. Had I paid money for it, I would have been pissed. But oh, yeah. I said I the did, same thing. I told Loach at the end of the movie, I was like, I'm pretty sure if I had seen this in theaters, I would actually I would be in I would have been in fucking scorched earth mode. Because I would have been so fucking pissed off. Oh yeah. But I but because it was included in service, I was able to watch it on YouTube. I was able to watch it on HBO Max. I was able to watch it with Loach and Miles at the time. And we were able to we like I mean we were cracking jokes while it was it was so bad that I was actually cracking jokes on it. I don't do that during the Matrix. And I've seen that a thousand times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably not that much, but still I've seen it a lot. Uh, okay. And I don't I, I don't sit there and crack say, jokes uh, on it. <laughs> I don't even crack joke I don't even crack jokes on it when I'm watching it with riff tracks. It's funny with Retrax, but I still don't crack jokes on it. Right. It's such a good movie. And I'm like, man, this, it's just really good. And I watched, well, it's a, I it's watched a, The Matrix it's a, last night. Uh, the original. I was like, God, what this do you is call good. it? It still um, holds up. It's a, it's a it's a genre defining it, it. You know, it's a uh, what, what did you call it? It's it's, gener- it's industry. Yeah, it's industry defining. Like it is it is literally yeah. a landmark industry. Yeah, film. it's a landmark. It changed movie. everything. It changed the way people thought about movies. It changed the way movies were made, how storytelling was done, how movies are, you know, certain things are filmed. Like, I mean, it, it changed. It innovated shit. fight choreography. It innovated it changed you know, cinematography. Culture. I mean, it was it was this this massive landmark movie that brought together so many things that everybody was was separately developing and put them together into into ideas that nobody thought were possible. Bullet time. They changed everything with that and 
it, it was also a point for sci-fi of the fact that like, holy crap, sci-fi can be really, really good, dramatically good. Not just it's it's just a popcorn movie. It's oh my gosh, it has depth. It has, you know, it has these looks at at, at culture and inserting it into uh you know and where are we going at the, and where, and where, we're where going. are we going yeah. yeah it's it was it was really really good and to sit there and watch it like just watch it dismantle that universe and not really like i just say when you and i talked about it you brought up the fact that like it you know we, you appreciated some of the lore that it brought in okay i get that but it's not lore that was substantial enough to justify what i watched no and that's the problem. I can I can totally agree with that. Yeah. Like I, I have no problem pretending the movie doesn't exist. Yeah. yeah it's, for like for lore reasons. Yeah. I liked some of the things that they brought in, but also if they were to come back and say, hey, uh, that one doesn't count anymore, I'd be like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Listeners, it's well like and the thing is it's well acted. Uh it, the acting's not bad at, at any moment. I mean it they're fucking Keanu's still a you know, that guy's a fucking prince. He's a goddamn national treasure, and he's not even from the United States. Yeah, Carrie Carrie Ann Fisher, or no, Carrie Ann Fisher did she did a great job. Uh, you know they they all played their parts really well. They brought those characters back to life, and that was what they were meant for. Uh, the changes of like bringing in fake Morpheus were just questionable at best. There was just a lot of like just a lot of things just going against it, and you're in while you're watching it, you're constantly reminded of hey. Remember the better version? Yeah. <laughs> Remember that's, the better movie that already really did what, this? And that's what really came across. That's how it just came across. Like, all right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, we've gone on really long. And so that means it probably can just cut us, cut us off. All right, listeners. Thank you for listening to us. We really do appreciate it. Please go on Facebook, like us on Facebook. We don't have Twitter, so you can't find us on there. We suggest you get rid of Twitter and move over to some other kind of social media. I mean, Joe Rogan fucking did it. Or just get rid of uh, social media. Period. Or just get rid of social media entirely and make yourself a smarter person because you, you can go out and actually talk to other people. We suggest you talk to other people that sometimes might share different opinions than you so you can understand other sides of things. Tell your friends about us. It's pretty much the only way we get around. This is Vargo. This is Josiah. Anderson. This is Loach. Keep on geeking on. And we're out. From the willfully ignorant, the knowledge you won't get none. But don't get it twisted, I too was dumb and then some. Support a politician, sit back in that twiddle. His thumbs not understanding that you got Slow Close Syndrome.
with honesty, yet horribly Y'all often like to appeal to all of the authority I step ahead of y'all, that's the reason I brought my bro with me Right up and promises of politics is around So I knew I'd better up ruling over myself No, I knew I knew I have a rest to tell me y'all are being lost And every person will say that every person is free There is no way of stepping with bitch who need none aggression Slavery's not the business of owners of what we lacking Right up on me the cost of any original boss